nail, I'ma teach you how to stand. Turn on, slip and slide like a waterfall. You need some TLC, we can creep if you want. Turn on, hey, turn your phone off, take your clothes off. I'm a savage, but I fuck her to a slow song. Turn the lights down, lay the pipe down. I ain't Mr. Right, but I'm Mr. Right now. She want me to fuck her to Beyonce, but I don't treat her like she my fiance. Make that thing sing like shot day. In a lamp truck, yeah. With my Richard on, yeah. Got a pretty girl that I'm feeling on. In quarantine, but my ears long. But it lame, lame. We got friends on. Got a couple spots, and they all on. Bought a penthouse, cause I'm never home. Through my heart out the window, feelings gone. Through my heart out the window, I'ma slide anytime you want. Put your mission down, I'ma teach you how to stop. What's happening, fellas? We back. Season two, episode 28 of the Augen Brothers podcast. What's up, dog? What's up, fellas? Everything like needs you, bro. Nice fall day. You know, the light chill. Man, it's bad, so, dog, It's brisk out there. Man, it ain't <laughs> cold, brisk, man. Brisk, it ain't cold, cold man. Like, like this morning, bro, it was 46 <laughs> degrees. Not, not in the morning. Not in the morning, B. But right now, it's nice. Yeah, yeah nice, it's nice outside. Nice Perfect outside. weather. Perfect yeah. weather. Perfect. But in the morning, which would be like yeah, wintertime. Oh, oh, man, I need some gloves. That's why I ain't go out there this morning. I like, I ain't going outside to ride my bike to ride like one o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> I look at my, I saw it was 44 degrees. I like, yeah. That boy rolled right over. Yeah, roll back over. Roll right back over the bed. Oh, oh man. I'm moving. I was like, oh, my God. one o'clock. <laughs> It's too cold about it. Uh, he, 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 put, 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 he put the Netflix on, though? Put the Netflix on, though. <laughs> Say, I'll be out there by 12. I'll be by 65. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, dog. But it's all good, man. We got a packed show today. Uh, We're going to get right into it, man. So the NBA Finals. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's like sir. David and Goliath going, man. It's yes, like, sir. It's, it's, a, it's a total mismatch. We know it. Uh, but let's dive into it a little bit, man. The first two uh, games, uh, Miami... Uh, it just seems like they just don't have enough, bro. AD is just getting what he want. Uh, LeBron is just being steady with LeBron does. Playoff Rondo. Um, you know, even though he don't like that name, but it seems like he plays well in the playoffs more than the regular season. So, D-Springs, what do you think about the first two games? Oh, man, this has been crazy. I mean, because the Lakers, in the beginning of the bubble, the Lakers were struggling from shooting from the, you know, from the uh, – from outside the arc, you know, they were just going through the motions. I think they were just trying to get their legs on, get their legs under them. And they, you know, was trying to get together for down the road. And now you're seeing a, a Laker team that's real focused. They know they, they can't come out like a day school. They know they got to come ready every night because people are going to judge them on how they play throughout this bubble. And they, they have the best team. Between these two, they have the best team. They're a better team than Miami. Um, Miami is still scrappy. They're still fighting through the Jimmy Butler and the way he thinks. Because like he said in an interview, you know, nobody going to feel sorry for us. Yeah. If you hurt, you got to go out there and play. Period. Yeah. Nobody don't care about I'm hurt or I got a hurt finger or hurt toe. No, you got to go play. No matter what you do, you still have to play. And I think Frank Vogel, I mean, when the Lakers hire Frank Vogel, everybody look like, man, this is make no sense. You got Jason Kidd, you got all the line of high. You got other people. Yeah, you got other people. And I and I want to give give a um 
a big ups to Vogel because he has done a great job in having these guys ready to play, but also it's good to have great leadership on the team as well with the players that he have on his team. And it's hard dealing with players that are veterans. It's hard. But I think Vogel and his staff, including Lionel Hollins, who is not there, Jason Kidd and everybody else, has did a great job having his team ready to play and being focused, and they're doing what they need to do to Miami, and that's getting dubs and beating them by double digits. Yeah. Key, what you got, bro? Yeah, bro. The, the difference is since Rondo came back, the whole offense looked different. And the, Dwight. And, and what well, Dwight been there, but Rondo get everybody easy shot. The, the, he pushed the tempo. They just not getting a ball in the corner where it's two seconds left and mm-hmm. they ain't got a chance to set. <laughs> so yeah. the, they were struggling to score 100 points. Rondo yeah. came back. The offense has been clicking. Even LeBron's starting to get off the ball mm-hmm. a little bit and then he'll get back on. But I want to, you know, um, the White Howard, um, and I like what uh, Vogel is doing. He he know how to start his lineup. Mm-hmm. In this series, he say, "Look, Javale McGee ain't gonna play. The White gonna be the exactly. one that that bring that physicality." Uh, Ad. He finally realized, bro, can't nobody in the league guard. Nah, yep. nobody. Yep. I don't care who he plays. He had a mismatch every night. When you mm-hmm. you he a seven foot a seven foot punk guard. In a, in a seven foot body, mm-hmm. doing can do anything. He can put it on the floor. He can shoot the mid range, post up. He offensive rebound. It just ain't no answer. And so right now, I think he feel like, bro. He probably feel like in his mind now, he's the best player in the league. Mm-hmm. I bet if you, if he probably talking to his inner circle, if you his boy, he probably tell you, bro, I'm the best in the league right mm-hmm. now. No doubt. And. Uh, yeah, like you said, uh, he the overmatch, bro. Especially Bam and uh, you can see last night they missed uh, what's the drivers because yeah. the, they couldn't even penetrate the defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just all kicking and swinging. When mm-hmm. Drags was there, he able to do a pick and roll, get in the teeth of the defense, get on more easy shots. And, yeah. and that's why they beat Boston. Exactly. They beat on the other team. Yeah, exactly. Indiana ran yeah. through them. Yeah, because Boston was the better team. The Dragons actually didn't lead the score. Yes. Yeah. So and he break the he just get them easy shots. Yeah. And you can, and I see Hero. It's just like the moment too big for him. The shots he was hitting in the uh, Boston series, like he getting wide open looks. But but I think but I think that the, the Lakers is is they saw that in the Boston series, but he's and they paying attention to it, and he's not but, getting. But I agree with you. But he's getting wide open looks. It's not like he's getting. Like sometimes they could test him, but yeah. some joints is just wide. And he's open. just missing them. He's yeah. just missing them. And even Jimmy said. They came out nervous the first, yeah, the first uh, playoff game, first championship game, yeah. right? And I just think sometimes experience you can go out there, you go against this Lakers, you see LeBron right here, you see AD right here, you see the Lakers, you you know what I'm saying? So that it's, it's people like they said, like LeBron said a long time ago, people can say it's easy, but a lot of people get out there and shit their pants, mm-hmm. and right now <laughs> it seems like the moment too big for them. Yeah, it, 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 it reminds me of when the Lakers played the Nets. Like they just ran through them boys. Bro. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It was just, yeah. it was just, it was just. Did they beat them twice? Yeah, Not, once. They once. Beat okay, they beat them once. I thought yeah. they beat them twice. Yeah. I thought the Nets made it back to back. Okay, but it's just, it just, they just. You know them. what? I think you're right. They probably beat them twice. I think they, I thought the Nets went back to back just when they had Vince Carter. Oh, yeah, they, 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 they beat them twice. Kid, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they went twice. Serious. Yeah, when they had Kerry Kittles yeah. and all that. I think that was that like Kobe coming out moment. I think yeah. that's when Kobe should have won the MVP and they yeah. gave it to Shaq. Yeah, no, I Kobe think they beat them twice. Them, yeah, and I think and I think this is gonna happen to AD as well. You know the narrative to give it to LeBron if he averaging <laughs> close to a triple double. You know what, man? I think I know AD don't care. 
But even though I think he deserve it, but I know they're going to give it to LeBron. Me, we all know that. And, and, and that's the sad thing about sports writing. That's the sad thing about basketball. That's the sad thing in general with sports. Yeah, LeBron is a, a, a big star. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if you look at this team, and AD is balling the way he's balling, you have to give it to AD. Now, everybody know that they're going to give it to LeBron. Well, I don't but know, AD, but AD can't, AD can't have a bad game. If AD keep averaging 30 and 14, I don't see how they could. <laughs> yeah, but if he have a slip up and have like uh, but if he's because he, he only missed four shots that, last that, night. That's what I'm So right now in two games, how could you justify? Justify. You can't two, justify that. Yeah, dude okay. missed four shots last well, night. Well, you can justify because LeBron almost had two triple doubles. It don't matter. You know the narrative is going to be that you know, way. No, but, but you can't Man, justify it. You can't I don't think justify. nobody can justify in these no. two games. He balling, bro. Listen, this dude is dumb. And, and, and this is about like what AD's doing. He's not settled. Exactly. Like, you know you got the miss. Even with Bam, even when they had Bam in game one, it was they were down 32. So with Bam coming back in game three, with that neck, that shoulder in his neck, it's not like you can get a shot on your neck to give you more flexibility. Bro, and then you're gonna, and he won't even be a really a exa- And he's going to foul. He's going to foul more gonna now. Foul like he yeah, he's going to foul more now because guess what? In your mind, your body is feeling one thing, but in your mind, you think you can do it, and you're going to be lazy on some plays yeah. where you normally would get a block. Now you're going to foul because of your injury. Then Dwight, you know, Dwight going to be active. Listen. Dwight going to be slapping him on the shoulder. Man, let me say this. Him. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying big, bro. Dwight, Dwight playing huge, and uh, but like I said, back to the, the MVP thing, if, if if he averaged 30 and 14, I don't see, I, I see him winning. He should. He should. Yeah, he should. I, I mean, he, there, there shouldn't be no, listen, it's LeBron, not even LeBron, close. LeBron, it's not even exactly. close. Right? LeBron has won MVP how many times? Three? Three times. Three. Dog, at the end of the day, AD has proven that on a sorry team, I can give you 30 with the Pelicans. Yeah. I come to the Lakers. There's no drop off from my scoring. I'm giving you the same and I'm giving you more on the defense. On the end, defense and end. I'm playing through injuries to prove to y'all that, yeah, I was just playing with the Pelicans. Why, 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 why? So, yeah, yeah, you know, you can call me soft all day, but I'm playing with the Pelicans. We know, I know they ain't going to win. Right, so now I'm not playing with the Lakers. I'm willing to risk more because guess what? I know they need me to win. Yeah. And, and I saw where uh, the Morrison brother, he said, he was like, I know we got LeBron on the team. But he said to me, AD is the is, is, is this his team. He said, I think he's the best player. He said, it's nothing he cannot do. Exactly. He said on defensive end and offensive end, man. It's nothing he cannot do. Joe, when he blocked, uh-huh. when he blocked Jimmy Butler's shot, was it Jimmy Butler? Oh, Jimmy damn. Butler. Jimmy Butler. Last and he game. went up and got that joint. But the other one he blocked the last game, the first game was what? Uh, Bam, Bam shot. No. He was sitting there like, they was like, well, he ain't rebounder. He got a key block. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he's doing things. He's doing things at a level that everybody knew that he could do. Right. But the problem was he was playing with the pals. And then you saw when he had Rondo that year, he balled out even more when you had DeMarcus yeah. Cousins. I would have loved to saw DeMarcus Cousins when I got a hurt that year when they had they Rondo. Yeah. They got the they, so, yeah. so, and they took, and they won two games on KD Warriors with exactly. everybody healthy. Exactly. So just imagine, imagine if DeMarcus was there. But let's imagine this. What if DeMarcus Cousins and AD were there now and DeMarcus Cousins don't get hurt? Yeah. They'd be strong. DeMarcus Cousins don't get hurt and so now you got DeMarcus Cousins, you got AD, you got LeBron, you got playoff Rondo, and you got the role players that you got. Huh? Yeah. It's crazy, but we know this finals is over. You think yeah. it's a sweep? Um, 
Yes, if Bam don't play, if Bam and Dragulis can't play, it's a sweep. Uh, sweep. I, I, feel, I feel the same way. If, if Bam and Dragulis don't play, it, they done. It's not regardless if they do play. No, they might win one if no, they bro. don't play. Hey, bro, they, they shot their best shot last night. No, I don't think it was their best shot because you ain't got your hey, best shot. Hey, bro, Lennox is not giving you 24 games. But he don't have to if you got best. No, the Lakers missed probably 33. They did. Yeah. They, 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 they made five right? of them. It's a, it's a, it's a super blowout. <laughs> you think KCP going to go two for 12? Yeah, you think Danny Green gonna shoot the yes, yes, side yes, of the yes, ball yes, again? Yes. They've been doing it all playoffs. Yes. No, this ball was shooting, missing practice threes. But, 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 but Danny Green been missing all playoffs. But I give you, I give you both. I give you both. Green, yes. Alright, we gonna move on. Danny Green up there stressing his hip like like a We got a lot to get through. We gonna move on. Clippers. Who do you think would be a good fit for the Clippers? There's a lot of ton of candidates. T. Lou. I mean, Sam Cassell, that Tony probably in the mix. Like, you name it, they got a ton of people that probably mm-hmm. Who do you think would be a good fit for the Clippers? These friends? Man, I don't know, because they ain't got no leadership for the players. Okay. You got to have a leader when you're a player, boy. When you when you, when you Kawhi or you Paul Jordan, you ain't no leader, bro. You ain't going to lead nothing. Now, Ty Lue might be a good fit because he done sat there. I think... Um, Sam Cassell, he's been there longer with Doc. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's been in the organization. He understands how the organization being ran. I think he'll be a great candidate. But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to can those guys play together? Can they lead when it's time to lead? Can they get the job done when it's time to get the job done? And I don't care about all this stuff, Paul George, talking about, well, you know, we can win next year. That don't mean you're going to make it there next year. Yeah. Nothing is guaranteed in basketball. It's no sport. It's going to be even tougher. And it's going to be even Dallas, tougher with Dallas everybody coming back. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I just think, you know, I would Ty Lue be a good person. But I think Sam Cassell, because he's been there longer, and he's been there longer with Doc, and he understands how the organization is being ran and how it works. And I think he'll be a great candidate. Only thing I, about Ty Lue, sometimes when you have a coach fired and someone on their staff get the job, now they come with all these different changes. Oh, we changing this. Oh, we going to play harder. I'm sure nine times out of ten, because Lou been around Doc a long time since Boston. He value his opinion. And if he felt that the way they were practicing or – you know, just out of shape. I think his 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 voice matters. So, what's going to change if T. Luke gets that job? Because he was in the locker room, the same locker room last year. So, what's going to change if Sam get the job? It could be a because Sam been there with Doc the whole time, almost. True, and that, and that, that that could be a valid point too. I just look at it when a lot of times these coaches get fired, and at the same someone on their staff come in. Like, why would why would it change? Right, like you you think Doc don't listen to his staff? Say, hey, man, look. I think such such need to practice today. Oh man, we need to ride the vets a little harder, you know. But I think the difference is when you the guy. It's just like when you're playing football. You can be the backup and you put they put you in the game and you, you know, you throwing the ball, you slinging around, you know the game out of hand. But then when you in that position the next year and you to perform, they like like, oh yeah, we knew he was sorry. <laughs> he was blowout. But I but I think by them having the experience, and like you say. You got to give these guys a chance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. They own the staff. They know the players. They done been around the players. They pretty much understand. There's a lot of things that assistant coaches won't tell a head coach because guess what? I want to be a head coach one day. So I'm not going to tell him everything. So my voice, they might hear my voice. What I might say might come out the same way, but might sound differently to them. Yeah. You see what, what I'm saying? Think? So I got two candidates. I always say... I'm with Donovan on this. I, I would love to see Sam Cassell get an opportunity, something, yeah. Uh, yeah. a different voice. Uh, see, 
you know, what he have learned all this time. And also, I keep saying, bro, Mark Jackson, man. I just don't I think know. he black, bro. I, I just don't, don't know why. Do he really even want to coach? Because I just, I, I think he does. I think he does. Because you, you never hear him talk about but, like, wanting to coach. But I, at some point, you got to say, look, it's like Cap. Do we did, at the point was did we really think Cap? But, but Mark Jackson, say? Mark Jackson, religion guy. He, he just they know he want to coach. Trust me. And I think because I just hear him last night, right? How he breaking down the game. This, this is just this is just the the defense they playing. Why you got your your big guys up at the front and don't have them at the back? It's just too easy. You got enough offense. I just want to see him get another opportunity. But if, if they don't want to hire him, I'll go with Sam Purcell. Because to me, I saw Ty Lue in Cleveland. And I just didn't like the adjustments he made. Nope, none. He made no adjustment. If his game plan ain't working from the beginning, it was a wrap. <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's, yeah. like, he's like, well, we just got to play hard. Yeah. We just yeah. got to play yeah. hard. Like, like, sometimes you got to, like, switch up. <laughs> you got to. So, you know, Sam Purcell, Baltimore guy, been around basketball all his life. He done, he done paid his dues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just time for him to get an opportunity. But those be my two candidates, right, uh, cool. Mark Jackson and Sam Purcell. All right. So, Doc took the Sixers job. Mm-hmm. He wasn't out of job long. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so do you think he would make an instant change with the 76ers and more specifically, like, getting Simmons and Embiid to play together. Because all the rumors, like, they need to trade one of them. Mm-hmm. And the whole rumor was you trade Embiid versus Simmons. What do you guys think about Doc going to the Sixers? I think um, I think um, it was better than them hiring Dan Tony. Because Dan Tony probably would have had fucking Embiid. Bitch. He probably traded Embiid. Embiid. So it was, a, it was a greater, because they were thinking about getting Dan Tony. So, yeah. and I think Doc and Harris, what's his name, Tobias, Tobias Harris. played his best basketball on the Doc. So, and he definitely needs to step up. Doc would definitely win games with him. And um, I don't think you need to trade Embiid and uh, Simmons yet. Because you're just going to need a coach to figure out how to get them to jail, right? So I think Doc, we know he can turn the franchise around and win games. I don't know about winning the championship, but right now they just trying to build chemistry. And Doc seemed like a player coach. He can have both of them buy in to playing with each other. So I, I don't think it's a bad hire from what they was about to hire with uh, Dan Tony. Because like Dan Tony had the job in the bag until Doc got fired. Yeah. What do you think these friends? Yeah, I, agree with, I agree with Key on that. But one thing I can say, you got to get some better players. Yeah, everybody. They let, they let, and they let and, a lot of shooters go. You let your shooters go, and then you yeah, traded yeah. for Jimmy Butler, hoping yeah. that Jimmy Butler would stay. And that threw, that threw everything in the flux when Jimmy Butler left. If Jimmy Butler would have stayed, I think they would be in the finals right now. And because we got to remember, Kawhi bounced shot like three, four times exactly. in the air. Exactly. They go, they, they, they advance. The they go, well, they advance to play he's Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. And yeah. I think they beat Milwaukee. Yeah. With the yeah. limitation of Giannis, yeah. they beat Milwaukee and go to the finals. And I think, and I think Doc, see, it, it, it's so much that everybody trying to figure out can Embiid and Simmons play together. But the problem is, they, Doc need to have a conversation with them. And, and B need to stay off that three point line and be the dominant big man that he can be. And I think Doc will make him do that. But but and that that's gonna be the first thing. The second thing is you got to get Ben Simmons to do something that you should be able to do. 
and that's shooting around the arc. I, you ain't got to shoot no three. Everybody take saying, the mid range. Yeah, everybody saying, well, he needs to learn how to shoot three. No, no. he need no. He I plays great you. defense. Yes. That's number one. You play he's a two way player. He, he can get to and he can get to the basket. And he and he's getting eighteen and ten every night. He like a Magic Johnson. But you got to be able to shoot the mid range, bro. Like like you can't just sit out doing the. I don't care. See, that's I don't care if you go type of jumper. I don't care if you go four for fifteen. Make the defense respect. Exactly, and then I think and I think it's so bad that no matter what Doc Doc got to get him some shooters and he got to put them in a position they got to play they they, they, they got to play better all the way around like you got you got to make an adjustment you got and like you say sometimes you got to hear a different voice but you but but they let JJ Reddy go that's a shooter. Yeah. That's a shooter. You let no Cummins got traded. But I'm saying it, it, it yeah, but, I'm saying, but, 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 but they got Jimmy Butler. Assuming that Jimmy and Butler was going to stay. Was the farm cat they had? Oh yeah. Hey, um, um, what's the cat man? Uh, he played with Oklahoma right now, right? No, he played for. Ah, uh, uh, he played for me. He played for me. It was, it was over. It was, yeah. it was over. Something like that. Yeah, but I'm saying they got him in a trade because they thought that Butler was going to stay. When Butler left, that do everything in flux. But Doc got to find him some shooters. He and got and the, I don't know what they can really do from a flexibility standpoint. You paying Josh Richardson, you paying Tobias Harris big money. Yeah, you paying Embiid big money and Simmons good money. You paying Simmons big money though. Yeah, so you got to find you some. You got to find you some quality role players that want to come. That want to come play at Philly. And you got to figure out a way to say, hey, y'all guys need to play together. If we not, if we gonna try this thing. For two years, if y'all ain't right with two years, then we blow it up. No, they I mean, got to find a way to get rid of Hoffman, bro. That, yeah, that, that, I forgot about his contract. Yeah, that was a bad. Track. No, they, they got to get rid of. But him. don't he got an expiring contract this year? No, I don't think so. Right. You got to get rid of him regardless. Even if it's expiring, though, you get rid of him. Somebody would take that. Yeah. So, yeah. so do you? Do you? Do you? If you die as a backup, do you bring in Montrez Harrell? But he, he gonna, gonna want money. He, he gonna want money. money. He, he gonna want Unless they own it, got the money like Steve Ballmer. <laughs> 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 I don't care about the luxury. Well, he got I mean, money. It could well, possibly fit. fit. Well, Philly own it, got money. Right. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I mean, like you said, yeah. but a lot of these owners want to win too, right? Like, they're not just trying to spend this luxury tax just because. Right, bro. Right. That, that's not what you want to do. You know, the East is real strong. That's not why you win a championship. You gotta spend money. Because I, 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 I do think Harold can help them. Yeah, Harold for, be a for good the fit. backup, backup guy, energy guy yeah. in the East. It'll be a good fit for them. Yeah. But though, they got enough though. They need I don't think they got to enough, be right. dominant. They need some shooters. And they need some shooters though, right? I, I don't think yeah, they got Yeah, I mean enough. they could probably get some mid-level veterans that want to come play. That's what I'm saying, because Tobias Harris ain't to me, the answer. I don't think Harrow is the one that's going to get him over the top. No, no, no. I'm just saying you bring him in, but they need shooters, they need shooters. to where... So Harrow ain't shooting? No, I'm saying no, he needs no, your energy guy off the bench at the second team. You need somebody off the bench at the second team. And B go to the bench. Who they bring yeah, off the bench? Nobody. Hoffman? Yeah, Hoffman. Hoffman is done. If you, can, if you can trade Hoffman contract, you can afford uh, Harold. Yeah, you know they, they, they need people that can shoot the ball because this is the thing. Everybody understand. Even now, people don't think that Ben Simmons is working hard enough to create a mid-range game. He's going to be going to the basket, play good defense, and and, and passing the ball. You you can't you you got to figure out a way to get other people where he go to the basket and dish. Mm-hmm. Tobias Harris wasn't cutting it all season. He just wasn't. And that's why I was saying he played his best ball on the dock, and I think dock. Can get more out of Tobias. Okay, he need to. Yeah, they paying him like a superstar. Yeah, because he had his best season. That's but he's still gonna be the third option. That's yeah. Gonna be the oh problem. yeah, yeah, definitely. But so we're gonna move on. Let's Jay, you got any uh, comments on the Doc Embiid? 
Uh, Relations well, in Simmons. Just one comment. Why would they go and pick up um, Montez Harrell, who wants a big contract, and then try to go acquire shooters? Well, you can get shooters who's not making a lot of money. So they're some rope. No, no. So they're tied into Simmons. They're tied into the Titans. Unless you get rid of Hoffman. To but that's why, I just, that's why I said you, if you can get rid of Hoff and bring in some. Oh, we're not saying bring in Harold because that's what you're checking on your second. Let, let me finish what you said. <laughs> Welcome you. back, bro. Appreciate it. I need the pizza first, man. I'm hungry. And then, you know, you know y'all know, you ghetto in, in Maryland, bro. Y'all just parking spots. Okay, I couldn't park in the uh, to go spot because of it. So it's all good, man. It's ghetto in Maryland. Anyway, anyway, sorry to my Maryland people. Y'all ghetto. Uh, bruh, Tobias Harris. You got his contract. You got Simmons, who was signed for extension, and you got a B who signed for extension. Now you're trying to go pick up uh, Montez Harrell, who's going to want 150, 140. Oh, he ain't getting no 150. He's going to get paid. That's what he, he wants. He's not getting oh, he's, he can want, he so, want what he wants. So, bro, if Tobias Harris got 180. But you think Tobias getting 150, bro? He's getting he wants north for something, right? <laughs> he, he wants north for 20 million, 20, 25 million. He's a year. not getting it, bro. So but, but how you gonna pay him? And you want shooters, and you and you already got you just signed JR uh which is Richardson Richardson from Miami. Miami yeah. You signed them players, they don't have the flexibility to do a lot. Mm. So they're gonna need a lot of trades. Um, they're gonna need to do some 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 shopping around, pulling from different places. They let guys go. The the, the guy who played for the Magic was coming off the bench there. Mm-hmm. Who's a who's a who's a great shooter, the center for the Magic. Can't think of his name right now. He can't. He came from the 76ers. And JJ Reddick. And JJ, JJ Reddick walked out the door. It is, it's too much. They they have a day. Him docking car a mess. He's gonna have to figure <laughs> it out. So proper. Um, and 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 I think Elton Brand bought him, brought them there because Elton Brand was a former Clipper. Um, he's he's got a very good relationship with Doc, and and the fact that you know Doc could help them, like you said before, win games. Now, whether they get to a championship level, I'm not totally sure, uh, but he will help them win win games. So he will make some instant changes. Um, Harford was a bad pickup; yeah. it didn't fit. Richardson was a bad pickup; it didn't fit. Um, and you know they're in the hole. But but back to Harrell, right? He's not Draymond Green. Don't even get one one big. Whether you and he's not even better than Draymond. He's value, bro. He's not, but bro, <laughs> Ray, who a team gonna pay that boy one fifty? But he's he's more. Yeah, I don't know. Just he, name a team gonna pay him one fifty. Better offensively than than Draymond. He has eight. But Draymond's eight. a better defense, and Draymond get the same points he get. No, he don't, because he has no, eighteen and eight. No. And Draymond without everybody else. Well, that's what, what we talking about. We talking about single digits. And, and if he don't have players around him, he's not averaging eighteen. But he's still average eighteen yeah. and eight. Eighteen. With, with players around him, he was six man of the year, bro. Draymond averaged, Draymond averaged what 15, 16 with, with, yeah. with Clay. Right, man. But we got a pack show, man. Look, we got to dive into this. Is gonna be a good one. What's your thoughts on Kyrie's comments? So I don't know if you heard it or not. So him and Kyrie, they got a podcast. Katie, called, Katie. Katie has a podcast called The Accelerators. So Kyrie was like, man, you know, we don't really need a coach, man. One game you might be able to coach. Uh, I could coach, you know. So it kind of took a shot at Steve Nash. What are your thoughts on Kyrie's comments? And then we're going to dive into the next comment that he made okay. about making the big shot. So what do you think about the comments? And, and just to add on to that, he actually went on IG, I think today, and he had more comments. He need to cut his social media. No, I, I, I love it. I love Kyrie. Yeah, it makes, it makes topic for us. We so, need to have a conversation about it. So, so Keith, keep, what do you think talking, about bro. the first comment of talking about his coach? So me, I was looking at it deep, like, did they approve for the hire? Uh, they better. Uh, did they approve the hire uh, uh, Steve Nash? 
because for you to say that you don't need a coach, do 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 you think that's the right coach? But we all know everybody needs a coach, right? We all know that. So, but I was looking like, damn, did the Nets even? Because we were saying like a, a month ago, right? Of course, uh, KD and uh, Kyrie approve of this for the highest D Nets, right? Because mm-hmm. they was looking at Tyloo. So. Did KD approve the Steve Nash hire you? And, and, and they ain't asked Kyrie. Mm. And he got it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I hope they asked both of them. So I, I don't know, because I, I think they said Steve Nash had a relationship with, with, KD. with KD people. And did Kyrie wanted Ty Lue? And then KD, we, we gonna give KD what he want. So, and you gotta look at to leadership going into next year. Mm. Like you can have a great team, as we saw with the Clippers, but who's going to be the leader of that team for the yeah, Clippers? Because KD really is not. He's kind of like Nets. A, KD is kind of like a, a yeah for the Nets. Because KD is kind of like a a Kawhi. He's not quiet like a Kawhi, but he just want to go who? He ain't trying to be a leader, get the locker room right. And we see what Kyrie do. He tear up. <laughs> Damn locker room. But when he with the young players, how he did in Boston, nobody even wanted to play for him. So that's my issue going to they have the talent. They probably got the I know they got the best talent in the East next year. Coming into the East next year, they had the best talent. You got Dewitty, you got Levert, you got KD, you got Kyrie. Mm-hmm. The Joe talent Allen, Joe Allen resigned. You got you got you get they got everything they need to come out of the East. But leadership now. Because when you coming in there saying we don't need a coach. Yes. Yeah, it's it's kind of bad. It's bro. deep. D Springs, what you got? Chaos. <laughs> that's basically what you got in Brooklyn right now chaos don't get me wrong Kyrie's a great player I just think Kyrie talk too much some, some things he just go off the deep end like dude let the season start you get your coach in get familiar with your, with your players and your coach and see where it go from there you, the season started in a couple of months you know what I'm saying don't say you don't need a, everybody need a coach yeah. dude you Jordan needed a coach yeah everybody Jordan needed a coach you know what I'm saying everybody need a coach now, yeah, you might have your opinion about the coach. Okay, cool. You might have your opinion, but you don't say it out loud. All the, you ain't even, you, y'all haven't even played one game yet. Mm-hmm. And 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 then two, you know what I'm saying? You always stay hurt. So just just play, just play, dog. Let the season start and let's see where y'all go. Yeah. Because they got the talent. They got. I mean, they got they got talent. They got DeAndre Jordan holding yeah. down the middle. They got, they got talent around them that they, that they shit, they might make it to the final next they, year. Right now, they'll be the favorites. Going to the I, I think I think their biggest enemy is gonna be themselves. That's yeah. what I say. Leadership. Yeah. yeah. What you got, bro? I mean, I, I'm not sure. I, did you guys listen to the interview? Yeah, I heard some of it. Some of it. Um, I think it was taken out of context. To be honest with you, and I think that's what a lot of stuff that's you know, Kyrie says a lot of crazy stuff. But I think that was taken out of context in the sense that I think he was just making it seem like the the talent they have on the team it should be able to run itself. Um, it wasn't necessarily like saying like, hey, we don't really need a coach. We don't need, I'm not approving Steve Nash. It was a little bit more of a, we got so much talent, we got so much, and we got experienced talent that we can be we can be successful. We should be able to run the team. We should be able to do things that we should be doing without having somebody over in governance and providing some type of uh, outside 
provide some type of strategy. I, and I get what he was saying. I mean, I, I've, I've seen that type of logic, right? Where teams, teams, you have coaching, but the teams can run itself. I mean, Phil, I think the Bulls, we, we all watched the last dance. That last season, they kind of governed themselves. They ran themselves. But after, after being on the field guidance for years. because but, but a lot of times, Phil, you, you watch games, and this is before the last dance. Phil wouldn't, wouldn't call timeout. He let the team work through it. What he did is he employed Jordan to kind of be the be the uh, the lead dog of, of, of everybody and kind of keep everything in line. But that's part of the coaching, though. Yeah, that that's part of the coaching. Yes. But it's, I understand what he was saying. I think he just did a poor job of, I mean, it's crazy because this kid went to Duke, did a poor job of, of describing or are trying to lay out the understanding of why he meant, meant like, hey, we don't need really need. But that's him all the time, though. I I, I feel <laughs> like that's youthfulness. What they call it? Um, nah, bro, you're going youthful ignorance you're going to a certain man. degree. Uh, but I do get what he was saying. It's sort of like you know, like, hey, we're we're good enough. Like, for instance, like we're we all in here. We're doing our show. We necessarily don't need like everybody here to be able to do a show. We still can run the show without having all the parts. The although having the parts together makes it better. It makes it complete, but you, but you still you should. And I get what he said. I, I get that. Like but he should be able to still. The Nets should be a very good team. Yeah. Whoever the coach is, yeah, it could be anybody. But they should be a that. really good team. But they'll, they'll be good at winning games, but to win a championship, I think you need a coach. Well, listen, I don't think you need a championship coach in that sense because. No, I'm, just a a, I'm just saying a still coach. I'm saying you need a coach. But now, still, but, but think of Eric Spolster. The problem is somebody saying, who didn't have all the experience and still won. But, but, he, still, had, but, he, but he had a Pat Riley, Pat, Pat Riley, who was a coach. And Pat Riley, and it made a difference. It made a difference. We can we can all say we think Pat Riley had a lot of involvement. But Pat Riley could have. It's been coaches in the past who didn't have didn't have the experience. Didn't have the yeah. Pop came out. He was his first few years at San Antonio was very suspect, right? And there's no nobody's in front. What's it? What's my man named Robert Buford? What his name is? RC Buford. He didn't. He doesn't. I don't. I don't think he's provided pop strategy. Well, he pop, you don't pop, have the mantra like. But pop worked Pat, through like it. Pat Riley, right? right? Pat Riley been there. You'll be a fool to have coaches star, so yeah, he can help guys. Sponsor yeah. when when supposed to have been a fool not to go to Pat Riley. You say that. <laughs> all I'm saying is pop is a promise that he didn't have anybody to go to Absolutely. to tell him like, listen, nah. this should strategy wise, this is what yeah, you need yeah. to do. So he learned on the job, yeah. and he worked through it. But he also had what what domino effect? Tim Duncan. Well, yeah, Tim Duncan. Well, before that, yeah, yeah, before yeah, that, yeah. you had Dave Robson. Well, Dave Robson never won without Tim Duncan. But so, I'm just saying, Dave so, Robson. They won the games. So, they won so, games. So, yeah. so, but I'm talking about we said championships, okay. and that's what you said. You said you didn't say. But if that's Dave Robson was a leader, though. I, even if he didn't win a championship, but he didn't win any championship. He got military. He been in the military, but I'm just saying he still was a leader. Oh, you been? I think he's a phenomenal leader. Nobody yeah, trusts leadership. No, that's what he's saying. He's saying that in that. In that room with the Nets, they really don't have no leader, no nobody that can just go but, and take it from another. Without guy. a coach, that can't, that that it'll be chaos. It without a coach, because who is your leader without a coach with Brooklyn? And I think I, I think this is where <laughs> that now I would say this. This is where KD can but, over can can leap a lot of other people if he be that leader. Yeah, that's his next. That's his next that, growing thing. No, and I'm, and I'm talking about for as you know, he's already on the top one, two, three as a player. Yeah, but I'm talking about as a leader of a team yes. to show that okay, yes, I can win a championship, but I also can lead a team to a championship. Said, well, he's led he's led a team to a championship. No, no, no. he no, had no, other people. He, he led the Warriors. No, he led the Warriors. No, 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 no,
murdered and you didn't eat no that's tough team. Led, no, no. So if you, if you tell us of his tough team, if you watch that season, especially his first year, his first no, his second second year they won a championship. He led that team. Hey James, whether you whether you want to whether you want to believe it was a tough team James, or not, James, he led that team. James, and I would agree with you, but the narrative gonna be. It was Steph was already there, and I agree with you. But hopefully, hopefully he takes his experience being with the Warriors right. as an example of moving forward, and then he takes. That's what I'm saying. Right. Of course, we yeah. we all want to see right. KD take that role, take and, that and that's what that and grow. Saying. Yeah, that's and what I get what you're saying. Yeah. But, but, but what I what I what I what I heard from Kyrie, it just seems like to me, just, he just did a poor job of explaining it. Right. But I think I still feel like, <laughs> hey, is he is are they can they can they still move like a machine without having somebody really there to really coach them through everything they could if they if you like you guys right if those guys take the leadership role right so and that's, and that's what we got to see and we know and I, and I agree with you KD led the Warriors to yeah the he did but the narrative is gonna be. It's Steph's team. And that's why he left. But if you ask Steph, Draymond, they would tell you KD led that team. Oh, yeah. No Defensive end, offensive end, KD was the anchor yeah. of that team. So let's, we'll so let's, let's move on to Kyrie's other comments. Kyrie's been busy this weekend. Mm-hmm. He said, man, he was talking to KD. He's like, man, I'm finally with somebody that, man, I know they can hit that shot. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on that? Do you think it was a jab at now? Kyrie has played with. Young Tatum, young Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. He's played with Kevin. But everybody Lowe. ain't thinking about that. Everybody right, thinks about LeBron. Just, everybody talking about LeBron. That may not know who Kyrie played with. But nobody thinks so, about that. <laughs> he played with Kevin Love. He's played with LeBron. <laughs> we all know the, the elephant in the room. Do you think Kyrie took a shot at LeBron? What do you think, D-Springs? I don't know what to think with Kyrie. Like James just said, he say stuff, but then he don't explain himself when he said. Well, he came back on IG is like, you know, if, if, if why we got to be brother against brother, you know, if I if I want to say somebody's name, I'll just say his name. So that's my point. Like, you don't know the thing with Kyrie. You don't know who he's talking about. He might be talking about LeBron, but most people think he is talking about LeBron. So, so let's say for instance, he's talking about LeBron. Dog, y'all want to championship together. At the end of the day, you're on a different team. Just play basketball. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know that I think, I think when you show the highlights, they look at more LeBron Blocking the shot from the back end and Kyrie making the shot. Probably the biggest shot ever in the finals, Kyrie. It's one of the best. It's one of the best. Probably the best. Yeah, it's one of the best shots he ever made. Now, but let's be honest, though. But let's be honest. Before they got to that point, LeBron was score six straight for them to get to that point. Mm-hmm. So it evens itself out. It evens itself out. They both needed each other. So, and, 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 no and, 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 and guess what? They needed each other. So, I mean, at the end of the day, both of y'all won a championship. You on a different team. LeBron playing the finals now. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. Let's hey, keep it moving. What you think, JD? Uh, I think this is another example of his, he just didn't explain it well. Um, but yeah, I think he took a shot at, at LeBron. Yes, I think that. But uh, yeah, but I think he. Uh, come on, man. You just don't know what this dude. You just don't know what this dude. To me. <laughs> To me, it it came off like like maybe harsher than what it really was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it, in his mind, he's just explaining the fact that he did take a lot of big shots for that Cavaliers team, um, a lot of them, and that one in the finals was probably the biggest shots in Cavalier history. basketball history, NBA history, right? Just NBA history. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, 
In the finals. Nah, in the finals. Hold on, hold on. Magic Johnson took a big one against the Boston Celtics when he got the hook. They got them the chip. But the fact that you just went to Magic Johnson, but instead of going to Michael Jordan, well, I mean, Michael, the game winner. Yeah. Hold on. Against, against on his last stop of the Bulls. Wait, okay, okay, well, that, that is the biggest. Kyrie had one of the best all-time shots. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, but James, the reason I say Kyrie over the Michael Jordan shot, because Kyrie's shot was game seven. No, it, no, it, it was not. Game six. No, that was no, game no. seven. No, no, it was game seven. It was game seven. That's right. It was game seven. No, no, no. Right. That's, it's not right. bigger than Michael Jordan's because that was Michael Jordan's last shot for the Bulls. That will always be one of the greatest and shots. Kyrie's Kyrie Kyrie shot was one of the best. Of, it's in the top. It's in there. It's in the top. I, I, it's definitely I one of the best. I put Kyrie's shot over because it was a three. And, and, and in that stretch, right? Nobody had scored in like, like the two, last couple minutes. It was about three minutes. And I think they all hadn't scored in the last three minutes. But I think that the Warriors had just scored the top. Up. No, but it was last three minutes. No, it was tied. It was tied. I know the words are fumbling the ball. I know they were turning yeah. the ball over a lot. But it, Kyrie got the shot after LeBron. Blocked block, the block. Block. Yeah. Nobody has scored yeah, in like two minutes. For a while. Yeah, it was a, it, it's a big shot, but yeah, it's clutch, bro. No doubt about it. MJ shots to the greatest. So, so, so what do you think about the comments? So we can get. I mean, I, I think that he, I think he, I think he just, he just, I mean, he just misspoken. I mean, you know, you kind of, you trying to glance. I mean, there's always going to be animosity between him and, and LeBron because they, because of their history and, and him having to leave to go to Boston to get away from that. And, and some of that stuff was, was, was well-deserved as far as on LeBron because LeBron does do things. He creates this narrative that puts a lot of pressure on other players. He can be passive-aggressive. Sometimes it's on him. He can be passive-aggressive. And I feel like like that's where he came from. But, I mean, to say that LeBron hit big shots, great shots, come on, man, you can't really say that. LeBron's hit a lot of big shots in his career. Mm -hmm. I mean, his career speaks for itself. So did he take a dig at him a little bit? Yes. Is it, is it is it bad looking for um, in, um, Kyrie? S- somewhat, yes. But, I mean, you know, this is what Kyrie does. And what Kyrie needs to do is get out there next year and prove why he's still a top five player. Stay stay if he does that, then them, them comments don't mean anything. Yeah. Key, what you got, bro? Wrap us up. Um, I think he was definitely just speaking his mind, how he felt. I think he looking at... This is probably the best jump shooter in a crunch he done paid with it. Because if we all say KD is a better shooter than, than LeBron, right? So I think he is looking from that, that aspect. But to say LeBron never hit big shots, we all know LeBron hit big shots. But I think he's just thinking, uh, man, we can draw a play up for KD. Because uh, uh, it started off first as who take the last shot? And he was like, whoever hot. Yeah. And he was like, man... I know that motherfucking hit a shot just like I can. And he probably wanted to, he talking about shots. He ain't talking about making a play. He's just talking about the last minute shot if you need a jumper. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what he was saying. Not driving to the hole, getting fouled, uh, or creating a shot. I just think he was thinking as, if we just need, it's 0.2 seconds and you need a jump shot. Because we know if LeBron and, and, uh, and Kyrie was, if it was like, you just need a three or two to win a game, you drawing that shot up for Kyrie. Yeah, you definitely need a jump shot. You need a three, you definitely. I would so have. that's what I think in his mind, that's what he was thinking. He just, he just didn't spit it he out. Just, he just, like James said, he just didn't explain it well enough. I don't think he was taking a shot at low. I think he was. He was. He was. But he was taking a shot, but he really believed that. KD is a better sh- which we always say. We all know KD is a better shooter. So it was LeBron. a true statement, <laughs> but in the content of it, 
It's not a true statement. KD is a better sh- if you. No, no. He said, man, I, I know somebody that can hit that shot like But this. he said a shot. He ain't say a play or a layup. LeBron can hit shots, though. But he's not hitting a shot more than KD is hitting. No, that, but, but what he said is what he meant. Right. And I said that. He meant what he said, but his true feeling. His delivery. His delivery is wrong, but he really believed I got a player. Oh, no, got KD hit. can hit shots from the half court. Yeah, yeah. We know that. So it was a true statement. It's not a true statement, though. If you're looking at a shot. Now, if you if LeBron's, if you're saying, if and, it's... And we can easily put listen, words listen, in things, his mouth. What you're saying is right. Two things can be true. LeBron does hit great shots. He's hit clutch shots. And KD has hit clutch shots as well. Some things, some difficult shots that Kyrie's hit. Right. Two, bo- both of them are true statements. Maybe, like I said before, just the fact that he didn't include the fact that LeBron hit those type of shots... I mean, that's just something he should have had said. He should have said, LeBron hit that. big shots. I done played and with LeBron. And he could have came back and said he cleaned it up, but he just didn't. Right? <laughs> look, they could, look, they got more money than us, bro. They could have added that. No, but you know what? I think well, he's they made publicity. But look, man, so Kyrie, look, stay healthy for one, right? Because you ain't been healthy for a long time. And I think the te- the Nets got so much talent, bro. I believe they're going to come out of these. But let's, let's wrap up the NBA. Let's move on to NFL real quick. We got the KC in the past game. We know. Hold up before we oh, move. Oh, hold up, hold up before we move. Postponed. So hold up before we move. Can we add one thing? Make LeBron, it quick, man. Make it quick. LeBron took a shot too. When he, asked, when he asked him about with jealousy. Jealousy thing. You don't think that was that you don't think that was that Kyrie? Yeah, I think so. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, without question. But because of the sake of the show, you know, we got to like race we got a packed <laughs> show. Yeah, we gonna keep moving on to we we'll get back to, to that. Get back to so time. like I said, KC. Cam Newton. That's postponed. Postponed. So let's talk about the Browns Cowboys. It's one of the probably the better matchups, mm-hmm. even though the Cowboys won the two rounds the first time in a few years. They were over 500. What do you think about that game? Mm-hmm. Uh, is in Dallas. Baker going home. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going with the Cowboys in that game. And I, I just think uh it'll be a good game, but I just don't truly trust uh Baker yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to pick Dallas in that game. I'm going to take Dallas 34-31. What you got, Jake? Dallas. So let's move on to college football. I got, I got Browns winning that game So because they can't stop nobody at Dallas. So let's move on. College football. Can LSU and Oklahoma make the college football playoffs with one loss? With one loss? One yes. Loss. If, if they only lose one loss, yes. If LSU run the tables and only lose that, yes, they could. These strange? Yes. But we know that both of them ain't both of them. Well, they got to be Alabama. So but you said one loss. You, you, you asked the question. question. I, got, I, get, well, I get it. But, I mean, they can, but yeah. it, 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 now, now, I don't see neither one of them. If they lose more than one loss, but they only have one loss. Yes. I agree. If they, if they lose one loss. Yeah. They don't have one loss. Both teams. So they beat y'all. Yeah. But that ain't going to happen. <laughs> so, but I didn't throw that question in there. That wasn't the question. That was just that was your big question. But that ain't going to happen. Let's keep it moving. All right, bro. So we got a couple good games. We got Texas A&M going on right now playing JD squad uh Bama JD I know you were gonna be picking but kind of give me some what do you think gonna be the reason why Alabama would win because I know you're gonna pick Alabama running game okay they gotta run the ball today Nazi Harris gotta have over 100, 125 130 yards and either in total he should have over 200 yards rushing play out the play action go over the top with uh with the with Waddle Mm-hmm. And uh, with Smith and, and with Middle, play, you know, play, play, and then keep you tight end. They got a really good tight end. Okay. They got to, they got to, they got to spread the ball out. Um, o line needs to block a little bit better than they did against Mizzou. But if they push the ball, get the ball down the field, I see this as not being much of a competitive game. Mm. 
East Bay. I got Alabama. Texas and them suspect. They've been suspect ever since Jumbo got there. And 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 Saban don't lose the people that that's coached under him. He's beating everybody on a consistent basis. And I think overall Alabama have the better team. Um wide receiver, running back, you know. So I was just looking at Alabama winning, maybe uh about 35-14, somewhere along in there. Keep what you think. Yeah, I, I just ain't never Texas A&M just never proved to me since they've been in the SEC that they can compete with the top teams. Like you know, they'd had some talents and just I don't know, like you said, it's coaching or what. They just and they'd had talent. They just never proved to me they can win big games. So yeah, I'm have to go with Alabama. Well, I mean, they, I think they proved it when Manziel was there. They played well. They beat Alabama. They beat them once. Hey, it don't matter. They beat them. No, it's called consistency. That's the reason why they're right. I mean, I get championship it. season, not a championship program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was leery when Jimbo, Jimbo got basically what ten year contract, ten year seventy five million. Like, like Jimbo was all right at Florida State, but but giving him the mortgage, but, <laughs> to but go to go to uh, Texas and I'm like, ah. but they looked at Jimbo going to back to back, you know, championship series two years in a row. But the ACC wasn't like super strong. It don't right? matter. You go back two years, and then you know you got you got to think about them schools in Texas got plenty of money, so they can throw it around. They got that oil money. They don't care. Yeah. And they looked at Jimbo. Okay, they took he took Florida State, which in the same situation they were they were they were talented. But like you say, they looked at them getting to the you know for getting to the playoff back to back years. He can do that here at Texas and then we give him the right facilities and the right money. So yeah, I need Kellen Miles to do something, bro. Yeah, like it's time. It's your third year starting. I need you to dominate a little bit. They just gave up a touchdown. Touchdown! Hold on, hold on. Do Alabama no! have like a back stadium? What do they do? Do we got COVID in the, in the world? And it was third and eight, and they gave up a fly. Do we have COVID in the world? Let's play on third and eight. You get this up on third and eight. This is what we do on the Hogan Brother Podcast. We give live... Uh, we give live commentary. JD, JD, super excited. You gonna be next, boy? You gonna be real next? JD, you excited? George gonna get theirs. You gonna get yours too? You excited? Oh yeah, we gonna blow them out. <laughs> Who's scoring? I think it's middle. Okay, it's number eight. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's middle. I think it's eight. So we got yeah, another. Game. We got another yeah. nice game in the SEC tonight. Um, seven thirty Eastern, Georgia against uh, Auburn. Auburn, okay. it's a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Both ranked in the top ten. Yeah. Um, D Springs, what do you think about that game? Georgia, I'm going with Georgia. Georgia got the better defense. They six and one. They last seven against Auburn. So I think with the quarterback situation probably being settled tonight with the guy from a uh, Southern Cal who transferred to Georgia, he's cleared he's to play. Tonight. So I think they're gonna play him tonight. They haven't said fully, but he's been cleared to play, and I'm pretty sure he's been taking snaps during the week. So. I think he's going to be the person. I, I'm not. I still. Don't, I'm not a believer in Bo Nix. I still don't believe in Bo Nix. I think he's okay, mm-hmm. but he's not the like the the past quarterbacks that Auburn have, who was real shifty, can move around and still make plays. So I'm looking at Georgia winning and keeping that thing alive. You know, seven. They be winning seven games. Keep you got, bro. Yeah, I, I don't say it at all. I think same way. I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Georgia in that game. JD, upset alert. <clears throat> I got Auburn. I think they're gonna run the ball against Georgia very well. Georgia, listen, you watch that game against um, Kentucky. Kentucky, no, 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 that was Auburn. But you watch the game against 
Kentucky, I mean, Kentucky, Georgia just played. Um, I mean, Arkansas, Arkansas they yeah. struggled. I mean, it was not a good look. And you got a quarterback who did not play last year or is still new to the SEC coming in, even though he's, you know, he's played before. I don't like it. I think that Auburn defense is strong. I like Coach Thompson. He's, he's an Alabama guy. Uh, he came from the program. He's a good D coordinator. And I, I like I like what they're going to do. All right. So there it is. It's all good, man. I think uh, I think Georgia gonna win tonight. I think they just got enough. I don't think with Georgia, but I think they've underachieved with all that talent that that Curry Smart has had mm-hmm. as Georgia to not really have a chip yet. Margaret two point It's like I'm kind of leery about Georgia, but they got a ton of talent. Hopefully, the boy that they got transferred from uh, Southern Cal, Southern Cal, do something. They need it, um, but we'll see. Um, but you know. It's a good, it should be a good game tonight. About the only thing that's going on on sports tonight, because LSU gonna be playing trash Vanderbilt. So. Yeah, Vanderbilt. Should be Y'all gonna win, Keith? That should be easy, bro. We don't win against Vanderbilt by the season over. Yeah, yeah. You gonna uh, you gonna win? They gonna win tonight? Yeah, Vanderbilt. We lose Vanderbilt. <laughs> 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 Vanderbilt. <laughs> nah, it's all good. So, man, we got a, a phenomenal guest tonight, man. Uh, this evening, we got my boy, Bruce Eugene, uh, with the ground uh, state, state legend, legend. absolute legend, legend in the game. game. Uh, he uh, said all kind of records in the swag in the FCS. I just can't I just say can't enough say about, Bruce, about Eugene, Bruce Eugene, right? Um, I'm just truly excited about him um, joining us on the podcast. Uh, Bruce, how's it going, man? I'm going good. Oh, man, bro, man, bro. Thank you very Thank much you very for uh, much, getting on the show today. Uh, look, bro, we're going to dive right into it, man. We, we, we the Augen brothers, there's four of us, and we always like to just get right to it. We, we get to the meat to the bone. So we gave you the questions, man. So first question I have, being from the St. Thomas, Uptown New Orleans, you represent, how did your mom become a, a Cowboy fan? Hello? Yeah, you hear me, Bruce? Yeah, you hear me, Bruce? No, I can't hear you. It's like a little echo. All right, yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, first so question, question is, man, is, man what did you, what did uh, how you, did your mom did become, your mom a, cowboy become a cowboy fan? Oh, man. Yo. Uh, I don't know. She got, all I know is she went to labor. She went to labor with me cheering for the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like this, this lady, she's, you know, I always ask, like, Mike, you from New Orleans. How how you end up being a Cowboys fan? But she always said, it's crazy. Can't stand the Saints. And love, die for a Cowboys fan. Love her Cowboys. Ah, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> like, she would, let me tell you something. Saints versus Cowboys should be the only one out there. But came from the Cowboys New Orleans. Everybody went out. Uh, my boy had family. Yeah, legit. Riding together with the Cowboys. So, <laughs> legit riding with the Cowboys. But, but they not the only one in New Orleans. Cowboys fans are everywhere, bro. I done went to New York, Philly. I'm from New Orleans, too. And I know a lot of Cowboys fans. I'm from Holly Grove. So, they got Cowboys fans there, too. But they're America's team. They everywhere. Yeah. 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 So uh, this Keon, right? So tell us about your experience being a walk-on player to become a record-setting quarterback as a historic university in uh, Grambling. And I know you probably had a lot of naysayers saying, don't even go travel for the team. Bro, you ain't good enough. 
I know I know you heard it all. So what was your mindset saying, you know, I know I can play on that level? Well, you know, when when I when I was in high school, I'm gonna be honest with you, when I was in high school, uh, I got hurt my senior year. Um I got hurt against McMain. I had like two hundred and seventy five yards passing in the second quarter. You know, and and you know, I had LSU there before LSU was who they are now. You know, um I had Arkansas there, uh, Tulane, like another school, and I ended up I ended up breaking my ankle. Oh wow. So once I broke once I broke my ankle, I heard nothing more about college football. I mean, I, was, I heard nothing more about college football until um Texas Southern came. And Texas Southern came first and then Grandma came afterwards and I took an official visit to Texas Southern and I was going to sign with Texas Southern because, you know, I had the, I had Cortez Hankton was there, you know, um, my boy Roney was there, you know what I'm saying? So it was like familiar faces that was there from New Orleans yeah. who I grew up with, who I knew. So I'm thinking, you know, what better place? You know, then to go and be with my guy. And, um, I, I never forget before getting on the plane, my mother said, don't sign nothing. She made it known off the top. You know, she was like, don't sign nothing. Don't agree nothing. Because, you know, that back then when I was doing the travel, when we were doing the official visit, the parents wasn't coming like that. It was just a kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when I flew to Houston, they picked me up, rather down with me. I never forget. Um, on the official visit at Texas Southern, Texas Southern was playing Prairie View in basketball at Prairie View. So they took us to the game with no tickets. We had to sneak into the game at Prairie View. Hold on, hold on, hold on, pause, pause for a minute. Pause for a minute. Oh, yeah, what did you say? They gave you no tickets to get in the game. They tried to recruit you, bro. Oh man. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was it was a crazy time, man. Like you know, Prairie View had the little dome. Yeah. So. No tickets or nothing. That's, wow. That's crazy, bro. No tickets or nothing. But need better me. The dude was showing me around, man. We had to sneak into the game. Wow. Then we sneak into the game and we run it, sneak into the game and run into all the other recruits in the game. I'm looking at my host like, what's up? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm about to go to jail on a recruit. Your mom's coming down. Oh yeah, your mom would have been. Your mom would have been high. I know you told her the story. Yo, that is crazy. They couldn't give you a ticket to a basketball game. My mother a whole different level. So that's what I'm saying. When that, you know, that happened. It was fun with me. I'm just looking at. You know, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a dude from the hood already. So I just snuck in many other places. Right. This ain't nothing right here. Like you know. But you know, we we out there. It ended up being a fun weekend. But before I left. I remember the coach them trying to get me by myself to be like, do you see yourself here? You want to come here, right? You want to come here, right? Let's let the world know you want to come here. So I'm like, it's nice, but let me get home and talk to my mom. And, you know, and when I left, like two days later, I never get, um, we waiting on Gremlin. You know, we waiting to hear from Gremlin because, of course, you know, you know what I'm saying, with you, my Uncle Von Key, you know what I'm saying, everybody going to Grammy, all I knew was Grammy. Yeah. So I'm waiting for that call from them. Call never comes. Mm. So then we reach out to them, and then they send us a screenshot of we can't talk to him. You know, he committed to, you know, he committed to Texas Southern. So I'm like, 
I didn't commit to them. Yeah, where that come from? I didn't wow. say nothing, never signed nothing, everything else. So I ended up, you know, Melvin Spears coming to the city. He he didn't even come to the city to me. He came for the Nerds, L Page. He came for the Nerds, L Page, but Jack Phillips, being the Grambling alum, was like, look, if you're looking for a quarterback, you need to get cross town to Cohen. Like, Cohen got a dude over there. Yeah. So, Spears, Spears stopped by. I was in the gym, warming up, getting ready for a game. Uh, he stopped by. We talked in the library. He left, came back, came back to the game tonight. And then I had like 18 points, like 15 to 6. And then uh, he was like, yo, man, I want you, but we don't have a scholarship for you. <laughs> so, it come down to, okay, Texas Southern got a scholarship for me. Gremlin don't. But I felt slighted by what Texas Southern did, so I'm like, yeah, I'll take my chance with Grandma. Yeah, and that's a big decision too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> pay the yeah. not pay. So yeah, I'm, and and like I said, it's in state. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, I'll take my I'll take my chance with that Grandma. I'll take out that loan, no problem, and everything else. So I came in as a preferred walk on. I didn't have to go through right. what normal walk ons do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I was in the ninety. I was in there at the beginning of the camp. I was in the, I was in the ninety right. and everything else. So once I got there, it was about okay, let's size up my competition. You know what I'm saying? I had Randy Himes who was there, but Randy wasn't proven yet. Right. Remember then I had Michael Mays who was there. He was the the point starter at that point in time. Right. Then they had JJ Brown. JJ Brown who was a JUCO kid that transferred in from Blend. We had uh, Jerry Dowski Lee, who was a freshman like me, and Aaron Thomas, who was a freshman like me. Then it was me. Well, you had a lot so of quarterbacks. I got there, let me tell you something. Yeah, we're thinking about it. So me being me, the first thing I do when I get there is, okay, who are you? Let me see what you're about. You know what I'm saying? So we get on the field, and once the ball got in my hands, guess what? It wasn't about who's taller, who's bigger, and everything. And I'm like, I can make these throws, and you can't. Yeah. I can read these defenses, and you can't. So... You know what I'm saying? My competitive nature kicked in. And I kind of felt slighted because right. once I realized that I was better than damn near all of them, I was like, well, I'm not on money. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's, the, that's what kept me motivated. Hey, Bruce, like, let me, let me I ain't no money, but I want somebody else's money. Can I ask you a question? I, I read there's five yeah. quarterbacks in front of you. Exactly. I, like I'm, was that was it? Was it really five quarterbacks in front of you, or was it was you the fifth yeah. quarterback? Like how did how did that iron out? I know you're explaining that, but so, how'd you jump end up jumping so everybody? Mean? All right. So when when I got there, Michael Mays was the starter for that first game. Randy was the backup, and then like I said, the JUCO kid came in. So of course they had those kind of like one, two, three with three freshmen coming in. So as three freshmen, we already knew we were, we're red shirt already. But for me, I'm like, I don't want a red shirt. I want to play. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I've been known to do. Like, I, I want to play. I want to compete. But if I'm a red shirt, I'm going to make sure you understand that I want whoever's job it is once I ain't red shirt. Absolutely. So I watch film all day. Like, me and Melvin Spears watch films hours, hours and hours. Like, I watch film of dudes who wouldn't even on team. I watch film of old film of Lionel Hayes from the from the 99 season. Because they were calling the same play. So I'm like, offensively, if you call the same play. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up. Hold up. Was it Doug the coach there? Yeah, he dug there. Yeah. Oh, man, come on, Doug. You got to do better. Hold on, man. Y'all had, a, y'all had the playbook from 1999. 
Come on, bro. You know, it was it was it was the same because it was the same offense coordinator. Yeah, you know this, is 2000, this is like two thousand three. That's not bad. Yeah, so, ain't like that's dated. Yeah, <laughs> it's a sound. So bad, what bro. it was was with Melvin Smith was offense coordinator. You know, he did ninety nine with Lionel Hayes. So I'm like, okay, I can watch old film from last year because this is the same stuff we're doing right now in two thousand. So that's what I did. I took my time to go and watch old film, the plays, the reads and everything else. So when I hit the practice field, when I hit the practice field, it was like, y'all are in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a done deal. Did you feel the like, swap was that easy? Did you to know that you, I didn't make a job, but did okay. you did you think the swag or was just that easy for you that you got acclimated yeah. that quickly? I, absolutely. When oh, I saw wow. when I saw what I was doing to our first team defense, and we had dudes like we had Byron Addison that when I got there, yeah, when I got there, we had Byron Addison that corner, we had Kelvin Spears that corner, we had Kelvin Pearson at safety, uh, we had George Gidry. As a defensive end, yeah. um, crazy Joe, Robert Taylor, <laughs> Robert Taylor, linebacker, Robert Taylor's uh, in Alabama Duke's too, linebacker, Terry Dukes a linebacker. Like we were stacked. Yeah, you play. I didn't know you played with Flip. You played with Flip. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, uh, yeah that's my homie. He's from Town Creek. I know. I know him and his brother and them. Yeah. Flipping brick and uh and theme. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this was so all. for me. It was like if I'm doing all this against them. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you knew you on ball. This when when I when I get to play against these other teams, and I know they ain't doing what these dudes doing. Oh, they in trouble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So it was to the point where during the season when when we run the scout team, I kid you not, I used to tear our defense up so much they stopped me from going. Oh wow! They <laughs> so may gonna sit you down for a second. And they, and it and it and they let like Aaron Thomas and Jared Alfie. Take a lot of risks because me, I used to tie our defense up. Mm-hmm. And I knew that's when I started to get the confidence, like, oh, it's gonna be trouble when I get my opportunity to play. And oh, even yeah. even the dudes on the team, even the dudes on the team knew like, oh, we got some special with this dude right here. You know what I'm saying? Like all of them they knew because they saw it. Like Coach Roach used to tell me, he used to tell me all the time, stay in your books, stay in your books, stay on your stuff, man, because you got something special. So this D Springs, man. This D Springs. Uh, what made you go coach in New York? Man, I came up here chasing, chasing love, man. Hey, <laughs> to make you do it, to make you do it, man. Make it go. Look, let me tell you something. When, when, when Coach Williams used to tell us that one eye mind was undefeated, man, let me tell you. I'm a walking living festival. Yeah. You gave up that embrace those cold winters. For real. Man, like, you a New Orleans boy. All the way up north to brace those cold winters. Yeah. Oh, boy. Woo. But I know I love New York, though. Yeah, you love it, but it's just too cold, bro. You went from nice 70 degree weather to below 30. Below you in the snow, all of that. Hey, but it worth it in New York. Nah, it ain't worth it. Let me it, tell man. you something. I'm from New York. Let me tell you something, man. New York. New York girl get a hold of you, man. Look, you get everything. <laughs> Trust me. I, I, hey, I married one. <laughs> My wife from the Bronx. I know, I know what you're saying, dude. I know what you're saying, Bronx. So, you, so I, I experienced New York on the whole thing. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> yes, he 
Yes, he did. The bro, the Brooklyn bomber. And, I, and I was from, trust me. So when you like, you know, y'all the whole nother city. You know first hand. Oh yeah, he know first hand. First hand. Let me tell you. Something. Let me tell you. Something. I tell people time and time again, there ain't nothing. Ain't nothing like a woman with some short pants on, some Tim's, and the Yankee fitted. Right, they get you, bro. They'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, dog. And, 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 and you know, and with us, we keep it so real. They be like, "Oh, they real too." So, yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Yeah. All right, so Bruce, man, give me give me your thoughts on um on Prime taking over the JSU program. I know we we I went to Belmont State. That's how I know. You know, I'm very familiar with the swag. I remember seeing. I remember seeing. I think I saw you play in the swag championship game. I think you played when you played against Donnell Kennedy in them. Um, when Belmont State made it that year. Um, but um, yeah, you give me a cheater. <laughs> no, we no, I think the year we, I think. I think the year that uh, uh I think the year that Tavares, no Tavares, nah Tavares, I think beat y'all. I think Donnell Red lost. We lost that game, but I think Tavares beat y'all. Y'all, y'all beat me when we played at Alabama State. That was the only loss. Oh yeah, we did beat y'all. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we gave you that L. We got that we Y'all gave me. Y'all gave us that air with all the illegal people y'all were playing. Y'all wasn't playing. <laughs> <laughs> listen, there was, listen, there was a lot of... We got our win back, though. It was a lot. We got that win back, though. I'm good. Hey, it was a lot of uh, switching jerseys. I knew, like, I knew a whole oh, couple wow. of boys that was not was not academically eligible that they were playing. I was like, bro, you playing this week? And then, <laughs> <laughs> I, knew it. I was like, bro, how you playing this week? Because I know you said last week you couldn't play. When y'all do that stuff down there? Alabama man, they were doing it, man. They, that's how they had like 30, 40 violations. Wow. They got both probation. They Alabama They were doing all type of crazy. They can't do it, man. man. They, you know, it's way too much on that. But, um, Tell me what your thoughts about Prime taking over the J State program. What do you think you can do for him? You know, James, I, I think it's a good thing for the conference. You know what I'm saying? Because he's going to bring a lot of notoriety now. Now it kind of forces it kind of forces ESPN to come to the table and really come with a a great package. Absolutely. Yep. You're absolutely right. Swag. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you know what I'm saying? Kind of because again, you you want to even if you're not a fan, you're going to want to see what Prime doing at Jackson. Yeah. Now, Prime is gonna go out there and he gonna recruit. He gonna go out there and recruit, and he got he he's gonna be the hot thing right now that a lot of people gonna go and jump on the bandwagon because it's Prime because it's Prime and it's a new coach is Jackson. He's selling the I believe, so everybody gonna fake believe right now. Yeah, because you know what I'm saying. He said he's selling the I believe. <laughs> So, rock of speech. Believe. All I'm gonna do, do is continue to. All I'm gonna do is continue to tell them, like I told everybody now. You ain't never seen a blue and white tiger, and guess what? They can't beat Grambling. I don't give them who's the coach. <laughs> Say it again, Bruce. They can't. They can't beat us. Hey, listen. I mean, what time y'all y'all schedule for homecoming? We shut that down. So, I, I, a tiger can be beat. It can be beat. It can be sung too. It got sung summertime by our hornets. Man, look, we used to beat up on y'all when y'all had y'all prime position. God bless the dead, Tavares Jackson. Y'all could beat us. That was true. That was true. Yeah, Tavares <laughs> could not beat y'all. We won the swag, but Tavares could not beat y'all, man, for some reason. I used, I, we, I used to love coming to Montgomery just to beat up on y'all at the Crampton Bowl before y'all, before and after the crown in the field. 
<laughs> yeah, we got a new stadium now, so y- y'all ain't won in the new stadium, by the way. How about that? Y'all ain't won in the new stadium yet. Yeah. So, so, bro, bro, now that you're coaching in New York, man, you're doing a phenomenal job. What's your, like, dream coaching situation? Like, is it stay in New York you want to do on the college level? Like, what's your dream situation? No, nah, I, want, I want to go on the college level, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a taste of it. I got a taste of it when, um, you know, when Spears was at Alcorn, I got a chance to go down to Alcorn with him, and I was the offense coordinator for that year with him. So you, you want to swag down? Yeah, we was in swag. So, you know, I got a chance to, I got a chance to call the plays in, and to be honest with you, I was young. I was young doing it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. the first time around, you kind of, I did a decent job, but I could have done better. Yeah. You know, a lot of times I kept, a lot of times I kept reverting back to like it was me instead of helping them understand, you know what I'm saying, to remove me for the week. You know what I'm saying? And being a young coach, a lot of times you kind of, you know what I'm saying, mishandle that. And I think I did when I was there before, but coming back, coming back to the high school ranks, you kind of find, find yourself. You know what I'm saying? And we've been here. I've been successful since I've been up here. So I'm ready to get back on that stage and everything else and give an opportunity. So, so do that experience help you? Like you said, you know, you mishandled some things, but by going to New York and doing what you're doing now, do you feel like now that, okay, now I can go back and do this again, but do it for the right reasons in the right way? Absolutely. Like, it was, it was a learning lesson. You know what I'm saying? Like, I learned how to handle certain situations. Remember, I was at Alcorn when they had the kid Brandon Bridge, who they were calling Air Canada. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I was there with him, and you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna talk, I'm not gonna badmouth him, but I could have handled him better. Right. But because 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 I was a kid that worked for what I had, right? I was expecting him to be the same way. Ah, uh, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I was expecting him to put in the more work because now you came in as a prized possession, but you ain't putting in the work to be great. Like you're you're considered great because of the people in Alcorn, not because of the work you put in. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you understand, so the fans made him great without him putting in work. No, mm. man, you gotta put the work in. Yeah. You gotta get in there and watch film. You gotta get in there, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta be the first one in the last one out. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta eat, sleep, breathe this. So I was trying to give him that. He didn't want that. But because he didn't want that, that created friction between us. But the quarterback behind him bought into it. Yeah, and okay. it got better. You know what I'm saying? So he was the star, but he didn't want to put in star-type work. So me being me, it's like, all right, give me the next guy. Mm-hmm. If he's going to work, give me him. Yeah, Because he's going to come in and do exactly what we asked. Fine. Do you find that tough? I mean, being that you're like a star player like that, you're trying to relate to him. Do you find that kind of tough to get that message to him that you need to work harder than the next man than anybody else around? Do you find that really tough to get that to make that relatable? It, it, I, I wouldn't say it was. I wouldn't say it was tough. It was only tough because, again, like I said, I was young. Mm, okay. I was young, and my approach was something he wasn't used to. Like right now today, if I was to go back and do it, I would handle it different. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I would I would try to do more I would try to do more to reach him. You know what I'm saying? Like 
I would try to get to know him more. Okay. Right. Right. What's wrong? See why, how to push why are you buttons. not putting in the work? Right. So you, you had, had that mindset. Like, why are you not doing this? We're going, yeah. So you had that mindset if you don't want to do it, fuck it. I'm just going to move on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. That, that, but that's, that's, that's how I was at Grambling. That's how Fizz handled me. That's how Doug handled me. You know what I'm saying? So that's all, that's what I knew. You know right. what I'm saying? Even when I had my shot, even when I had my shot in the league with Tampa and everything else. You didn't give a damn who you were. If you ain't gonna get it done, give me the next one. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, like that—that's all I knew. How I was, how I was raised, how I was coached. Yeah. So, when I came to give it to him, he wasn't ready for it. You know what I'm saying? He didn't know how to handle that. Yeah. And then again, I had to think about it. Where's he from? From Canada. I was trying to say Thomas Project. Yeah. It's a I, was to, I was used it's to being weird. thrown in. I was used to being thrown into situations like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was used to not being given anything. Yep. Right. Okay, so you know, know. again. So what's the biggest difference you see between football in New York and football down south? And it's the speed and the physicality is the same. It's it's just exposure. It's exposure. I'm gonna be honest with you. Everywhere else they put a lot of money into football. In New York, they put a lot of money into basketball. They put a lot of money in the baseball. Mm-hmm. They put a lot of money in the track. But football was never, you see what I'm saying? Like football was never, okay, let's put the money in the football and everything and go from there. They didn't do that. Yeah. So so that's the talent is different. Is the talent the, talent the same, line? though? They got talent. I, 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 kid you, I kid you not. You can line up kid for kid, and they got a dude that can match. Oh, wow. Mm. Man, I don't believe that. Nah, I don't believe that, bro. Nah, nah, you got Let me tell you something. Nah. Yo, yo, let me tell you something. My quarterback, let me give a prime example. My quarterback is number one player in New York. He'll walk into Louisiana and still be the number one quarterback. Wow. wow. That's, big, that's a big He'll walk in where now? In Louisiana. Send him to LSU, bro. Listen, I don't know. I don't know, man. Listen, because they got that kid. And I'm saying this. He's no one playing New York, one of the tops in the country from right. New York, right? Right. And we don't even have the exposure like that. Like that's, we had to take him true. on the road. I had to take him on the road to do everything else. That's now true. if I take him and put him in Louisiana, because I I still follow all my guys back home. I still follow all my guys back home that's coaching high school ball and everything else. Right. And a lot of them have had the chance to see my quarterback when I took them when we went down there for the the Battle Seven on Seven tournament in March. Right. They got a chance to see my quarterback. Live, real time. They saw how big he is, six four, two twenty five. Oh, he can make every throw and everything else. So that's what I'm telling you. He can walk into the state of Louisiana right now, and he, if I put him in Louisiana, Grandma wouldn't even have a chance with him because he'll be one of the top five quarterbacks in the country. Send him to LSU. Send him to LSU. So, so that's a good that's a good question. We're gonna ask that a little bit later, but we might as well ask it now. I, I want to know why is he going to Grambling? If you feel like that that strongly about him, and you feel like he can play at any university in the United States, why? I mean, so, Grambling's a good school, so he's a good football team. But if he's if he's at that FBS level <laughs> talent, why is he going to Grambling? I mean, what's going on with that? Because because again, guess what? It's a lot of people that have FBS talent, but that don't mean you fit in well at an FBS. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you got to know you and who you are. For example, my quarterback. I know sometimes, like, he, he has the first time ever taking the SAT for the 11.30. Okay. Right? 11.30 SAT, first time ever taking it. So he knocked it out of the ballpark from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. So then, but 
I know him from time to time. Guess what? His bird brain gets lackadaisical in the classroom uh-huh. because he's like, oh, it's so easy. I'll do this later or I'll do this. Right. Now, at one of those FBS schools, guess what they're going to do? Oh, you want to play around? Oh, get him out of here. Give me the next guy and everything else. Yep. At the HBCU, they're going to put their hands around him, call him in, reel him in, like, yo, what's going on? Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you have to know him. And then even in terms of deciding on going to Grambling, it wasn't my decision. I tried to get him to go to Kansas. Mm. Kansas, I tried to get Kansas, Kansas, Kansas Jayhawks to play with Les Miles? Kansas Jayhawks. Oh, gosh. Because I mean, again, that, Kansas, Kansas, play okay. yes. Yes. Kansas was recruiting him hardcore. Yeah. Like, they were recruiting him hard, hardcore. And prior to the pandemic, prior to the pandemic, we were supposed to go down and visit Kansas. But we couldn't because of the pandemic and everything else. If he went down to visit Kansas during the pandemic, he'd have committed to Kansas. Wow. Because that's Miles, bro. Round the, the pounding round game. <laughs> he, don't like, he, he, don't, he don't like throwing the ball. He like to run the ball. And... But, they're not, but they're, not, they're not doing the pounding ground again, though. Now they're, they're spread system RPO type system. Ah, and he works perfectly. He fits in perfectly to that. They got Brent, they got Brent Dearman as offense coordinator, and they were recruiting Noah hardcore. Yeah. So, like I said, no one felt comfortable with him and everything else. So, it wasn't until, it wasn't until, like, right after that, right after the pandemic when Noah really dove into HBCU. Like, he, of course, Googled me, watched all my old games and everything else, and then once the whole Black Lives Matter movement hit, he called me and was like, Coach, I think I want to, I think I want to do the HBCU thing. Mm-hmm. Now, as a coach, you know what I'm saying, for me, on the inside, I'm like, yes. I feel it. But I had to be but I had to be like, you sure? You know what I'm saying? You sure that's what you want to do? You know what I'm saying? You know I support you regardless. Like, don't don't go to HBCU because you feel like I went there. So you want to go because of me. Like, go because you want to go. So he was like, nah, coach, I want to do the HBCU thing. I want to be a trendsetter and everything else. He's like, I want to shake things up. Right. Yeah, I'm glad you said so that. That's, that's, a, that's a good question. That's a good so question. So once he told me, once he told me that, you know, my next thing was, you know, I can't let you go to no other school. Yeah. You already know where you're going. Mm-hmm. I can't let you go to no other school. Mm-hmm. You want to go to HBCU? Why you can't go to North Carolina A&T or somewhere like that, man? Why you can't go to Hampton? Why you can't go to Hampton? That's a negative. 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 He could have went to Howard. He could have been turning up at Howard. This man going to Give it to him, Bruce. Listen, man, that's Grambling you know, 30 man. years ago, brother. You know, that ain't no Grambling. Give it to him. Y'all done changed logos. Now, y'all don't even go by Grambling no more. Y'all go by GSU. Y'all don't even go by Grambling anymore. So it ain't the same as it used to be now. I, I feel you, Bruce. I know how you feel about it. I'm about you laughing. Get up, boy. It's a mountain, Bruce. It's in your system, but hey, let's be real now. Let's be real now. It's legendary, man. You can't. Is, is, is no comparison. Fact. Is no is no comparison. So 
you know, once once we had that talk and he said, let's make it happen, I'm like, all right. <laughs> and that's when we said, I'm going to be honest that's when he and I sat down and we had that real talk about if you're gonna go to Grambling, this is this is what that G stands for. This is what this is what it means, and this is who now you'll be representing. Then I gave him that I gave him that history talk, like this is what it is. And I think too, like so, being that you set so many records at Grambling, right? Like he can be like, "Yo, Coach, I'm about to go break what you did." Being what Doug what did, right? What Doug did for Grambling put us on the map. He can be like, man, I'm going to break all y'all records. So when you tell him, say, look, man, look, go to Grambling. This is what we, this is what it means. This is what it's done. You got, you, 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 you did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, and do you think, uh, yep, well, I mean, I don't do that, but, but he, he called, oh, my bad. Go ahead, when he Bruce. called Grambling, right? Yeah. Was crazy. When he called Grambling, right? And he spoke to Coach Five and he told Coach Five, he was like, um, Nord called him a few times and they talking everything else. So he told Coach Five, he said, "Yo, um, I want to go ahead and commit." And Coach was like, "You see, like he went to partying, but and he was like, yeah, he said, I'm coming to Grand for one reason and one reason only." So Five was like, "What's that?" He said, "To break all Coach Bruce's records." <laughs> wow. Speaking, wow. I didn't read that. I, I read that that he said that, and that, that's cool, man. So Five, so so Five was like, "Whoa, you." You got to be throwing the rock. You got to be throwing the rock, and you got to have a great teacher. He said, he said I'm learning from the best, so when I walk in there, I know how to break them. Wow, that's okay. what's up. I love it. Hey, <laughs> Bruce, let me ask you about that, because you do hold a lot of records in the swag. Do you think that you get your, your just due, like your flowers for holding those type of records, being that type of prolific um, thrower of the football? I, I do sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I, I do sometimes with me. I, I honestly, for for all the people that enjoy watching me play, it's a lot of haters out there. It's a lot of haters. You know what I'm saying? And everybody always got something to say, crazy and everything else. But I guess that's what that's what floats their boat and gets them excited. But when I played, and they'll tell you, there was no better show than when we rolled into town. Thanks. Like people, people knew that when we walked in there, we was going fifty. So they knew they was coming. To see, they knew they was coming to see a show, and they was coming to see points put on the ball. We was doing that. We had three thousand yard receivers. We had a running back that was always close to a thousand with another five hundred receiving. So it was it was showtime when we pulled up. So like I said, you know, every year when every year that passes by and a new quarterback comes in. It's always that, oh, he's better than him and he's better than him and everything else. Like, I had to call KK. And everybody was like, oh, KK doesn't bruise and all that. And they thought that I was upset with the kid. I said, yo, man, let me tell you something. I said, at the end of the day, you're a grandma. You know what I'm saying? You, you came in, you did your thing and everything else. I said, but when it comes to comparison, there ain't no comparison, man. KK was a, he was a good kid. He was a good quarterback. But at that position, I was just different. Yeah. And do you think what you went through, this these rings, do you think what you went through to get to Grambling, you just overlooked that and be like, you know what, I've done what I had to do. The numbers speak for itself. So I don't have to entertain those people because it's already in the record books. It's already there. And I can just move on and keep it moving, but also help other people in the process get to that point as well. Like you're doing with this kid. Yeah, 
you do with your QB now? Absolutely. You know what they say? Men lie, women lie, women don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you came in, guess what? If it was that easy to do, if that, if it was that easy to do, why everybody before me didn't do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it was that easy to do it, you know what I'm saying? Like, they had the same opportunities I had. Exactly. Same opportunities. Except when I came in, I took advantage of it. Yeah, true. And, and you know what I'm saying? The fact I took advantage of it, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to my kid, like my kid now, the reason he thinks like that is because that's what I've instilled in him. That's what that's what I, that's what he knows. That's all he knows. Competing. Okay, who's the best? Let's line up the best. Let's go get him. Who has the record? Let's line up that record. Let's go get it. That's all he knows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I challenge him. I challenge him a lot. Like people don't know during the game. Let me tell you how crazy I am. Right? If we're playing in the game, I'll come up to him and say, "I bet you you can't score in five plays." Mm. Mm. Okay. That's a good challenge right there. You know what I'm saying? And I do that to him because I want, you know how games are. Once you're in the blowout, they get boring. So once they get bored, when the kids lose interest and everything else. So I keep it fun that way. I I bet you can't score in five plays. I bet you, you know what I'm saying? Um, I bet you can't get on this drive here. You can't get 60 yards past them. Yeah. Before you You go, I bet you can't get So I, I do things like that. So, that's why he's like that. That's what keeps me going. This competition and keep and keep the juice small. Yeah. Okay, I had another question, right? Because we had a uh, we had another Grambling quarterback on here, right? What's the guy name? KK. KK, right? He was saying he loved Grambling, uh, but if he felt like he was at another school, he would have got a better opportunity for the league. Do you feel the same way if he wasn't at a HBCU? What you had? No, I'm not going to. I had, you got, you got to realize, I had the best teacher you can have. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had the guy. I had Doug Williams as my coach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, regardless of how you look at it, they're going to come through the door to come talk with Doug. So, because they don't want to go talk with Doug, guess what? If I'm Doug's quarterback, Doug going to speak on my behalf. So, it ain't that. I think I think KK feel that way because of the staff that he had when he was there, speaking on his behalf. Like I always tell people, you got to have somebody that can speak on your behalf. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When it comes to when it comes to situations, and getting any getting through any door, it's always good to know somebody, and it's always good to have somebody that can speak on your behalf. So I think he I think KK probably felt like the staff at Grambling didn't do their part to get him. You know, speak on his behalf and get him to the door. Now, the thing with my kid Noah, and I'm gonna tell you this much: Noah's gonna have me to speak on his behalf. Of course, he's gonna have his coaches at Grambling. But then, guess what? You still got the alumni like the Doug, like Shaq, and all them that can pick up the phone. They can pick up the phone and make that phone call on his behalf. So he's gonna have people, regardless of what's going on. He's gonna get an opportunity at the next level because. People gonna make the phone call for. Yeah, and that and that kind of leads to my to segue to my next question, uh, Bruce. Man, um, how do you do? You feel like the, the those HBU stars, the past stars that play the game, especially in the swag, you think they're promoting the swag in in, in black college football enough? Do you feel like they can do more to promote the game so that you like you just said before, Yon can bring in ESPN, 
uh, to the table so they can renegotiate, get a contract or uh, broadcast throughout the swag. Do you think the stars can do more to help promote the game? Um, you talking about HBCU, former HBCU stars? Former, no, former HBU stars. Well, I, I can I can tell you this much: all of us that play, all of us that play at HBCU, you know, what I'm saying we we definitely speak. I know me, I speak high level HBCU. I said, as a matter of fact, when Grandin played North Carolina A&T in the championship, two of those players from A&T was my kids who coached with our coach from New York. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I, I'm always preaching. A&T. You know what I'm saying? I'm always preaching, like I got seven that was at Delaware State. I have some that was at North, at Norfolk. So I've always been HBCU through and through. Like I tell kids, parents, and everything else because a lot of people don't know about HBCUs because a lot of coaches don't preach HBCUs. Absolutely. Yep. You know, every, every, everybody is D1, it's D1 the bus. Well, Grounds is a D1 school. HBCU is a D1 school. They got a lot of, they got a lot of D1, 1AA you know what I'm saying, HBCU school that people don't know about. And they got money, and they got scholarship money. Yep. So a lot of people don't know it because they don't know. It seems like it ain't enough being said out there. Well, I can tell you this. You got Jermaine Mills, who's in Texas, who's preaching HBCU and Grambling. You got guy who played with me, John Petty, in California, preaching Grambling and HBCU. You got him in Atlanta. You got Frank Warren at, at Parker and Birmingham preaching HBCU. You got uh, Cornelius Walker in Atlanta preaching. So everywhere you go, we're preaching it, but people don't listen because guess what? HBCUs don't have the money or the facilities as the big schools, and that's all the kids think about. If I can do this and I can be seen on TV, I can go to the next level. But what you gonna say now with ESPN sitting at the table having had the discussion about redoing the SWAT conference and? Sam, you and Bethune joined it. So now we are yeah. the premier yeah, right. college conference. Exactly. So, yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to be honest with you. Now that the whole, like, HBCUs have been preached about, but nobody wanted to listen. But now that they see the whole Black Lives Matter movement and everybody being screwed over, now everybody want to run home to the HBCUs where the doors have been open. Nobody yeah. wanted to go in them. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's better late than never. Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, man. So, so just dive in a little bit about the uh, the elite triggers QB train that you got going on. Well, that's that, that's that's my baby right there. Where everybody's been asking me to train quarterbacks because you know, like when I'm up here, I'm normally doing stuff with my high school team. Um, I have a traveling seven on seven team called New York Hustle. Mm-hmm. That you know, what I'm saying we travel all over the country uh, doing seven on seven and everything else, and all sorts of things like. So people had been asking me, yo, won't you, won't you train quarterback? Yo, you should train quarterback, train quarterback. So for me, it was like, I don't have the time because between the school and then between the school and traveling and everything else, then you still got to spend time with the family. You, know you got time with the family. You got to make sure you do it. It was like, ah, uh, I don't have the time. So once the pandemic hit, it was like, you know what? I don't got nothing but time. <laughs> it's true for real time to time. Everybody. Yeah. you know what I'm saying so like I said and I tell people one thing the pandemic taught you, you ain't, if you ain't have a hustle and you, you better you, the pandemic taught you how to find your hustle yeah, you know what I'm saying so once you know once I did that I sat down and I thought about it and I started doing it believe it or not once I started I started to have a lot of fun doing it I realized that there's a lot of kids who don't know about the position 
they're playing the position, but don't know about the position. Yeah. And you got a lot of people out there who call themselves QB gurus and quarterback <laughs> coaches who who've never played the position, watch maybe some YouTube videos or, or learn football from somebody else and they think they're gurus. Nah, man. It's little things about the position that you, if you haven't played it, you wouldn't be able to teach it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody look online and be like, oh, I see these videos and you go out there and oh, you got to follow through and pick your wrist like this and do all that. Like, come on, man. If, if you haven't played it, you can't really teach it. And that's why every kid I've had you know what I'm saying? That training with me, they're, they're doing well. And they're gonna continue doing and they're gonna grow. You know, like I say, when you watch when you watch Noah, when I first got Noah, I can I can send you a video of Noah from his freshman year to Noah now, his junior year. In two years, you will see a difference. And even now, I'm still on him about, you know, we've changed some of I've changed some of his mechanics a little bit because I want his release to get quicker. You know what I'm saying? I nitpick with him on the little things now because I don't want you to think I'm just good. I want you to be great. You know what I'm saying? I don't like people to have that, oh, he's good, but don't say but about me. Don't say but about nothing that's silly to me. Yeah. Like you say, give me my give me my roses while I'm here. Absolutely. He's good. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's 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 how I get with that. I'm ready to see this kid. Oh, hold on, kid. I'm, I'm I'm ready to see this kid because I want to see him. I want to see him and Deion son go at it. That's what I want to see. Did Deion son yeah. commit to Jackson State? They offered him a scholarship, so yeah. I want to see him. I want to see him. He committed to um 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 Florida Atlantic. Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, Florida. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, I, I want to see he's them too. He's gonna, he's gonna decommit. He's gonna decommit from Florida Atlantic. He's wait to the last minute. He go to Jackson State because why? 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 Why would you not? Think about it. Your dad has all this stuff. Absolutely. That's what I thought. About. I, I, I believe. I believe. <laughs> no, don't play with him just yet. If you don't win a game, then you can get out of it. You can't make fun of him just yet. You got the I believe. Oh, wow. He came in with, prime. He came with the coming to America theme. <laughs> Yeah, he's walking. You see him with the whole coming, coming to America, <laughs> cowboy and everything else. They coming there. Then he, he coming there. He got a different color suit jacket. And they go, yo, I'm fresh, bro. Oh, no, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't be fresh. Hold on. Don't y'all be the first team he beat. Oh no, yeah. You said y'all talking all that trash right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Grandma, Come back on this show and, and apologize. Exactly, explain he, yourself. He ain't gonna get yeah. no five stars in the spring. Nah, it don't matter, dude. Well, don't matter. Don't matter. Hey, them dudes mess around yeah. to beat y'all. Yo. Okay. Let me tell you something. That, he gonna he gonna beat Alabama State. No, 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 they got he a tough schedule. He got to come to Grambling too. Yeah, they got a tough schedule. He goes, hey, look, if you haven't been in that hole, you know how hard to get down there. Man, listen, we all gonna get a new stadium, man. Like that right oh, there. Man, that stadium. That stadium. Listen, that stadium was terrible. That. that stadium was terrible. Now, you know, that thing like dug in it. It's like dug in it. It's like, it's like the hole, baby. Hole. The hole. The big crater hole that y'all created a stadium in. That's the ain't terrible, man. The hole, baby. They're playing a cow. Look, look, we don't need a new stadium. We got new turf. Yeah, that, that, that turf. We, we look. We got the new the replay board. 
We don't need a new stadium. Come on, man. They had they, we love, we they, they tried to broadcast a game between State and uh Grambling like a couple years. They couldn't the sound was terrible. They and couldn't don't do blame us. And they said they couldn't do nothing about the sound because of the way your stadium was developed. <laughs> and they couldn't they couldn't really broadcast the game with certain angles because of huh? the way the state I promise man, you, go ahead, they man. couldn't video broadcast the the, the the thing about certain angles. It had to be like side view and front view. It couldn't yeah, be no other way. See the hater we get, <laughs> it couldn't be no other way around. I'm like, how y'all got how y'all this big grambling and can't nobody broadcast the game either way, man? That's, that means, that, that's a, tough. That means y'all need a new stadium, tough, bro. Okay, so this Keon, right? So let's talk about the uh, NY Hustlers and your traveling seven-on-seven seven, uh, team and the recruits being on the lookout for, you know, your team. You got, uh, you're going up there. And also, what age group did you start off from? Did you do like a camp also so you, know, you can come in on all of that? Well, with New York Hustle, um, I started with, I had a 12U, a 13U, a 15U, and an 18U team. Mm. Where I had one 12U, one 13U, two 15U, and two 18U teams. And we hit the road, dog. This past year, prior to the pandemic, we went to Myrtle Beach. Um, I took them to New Orleans. Um, we did a couple of times in New Jersey. But then the pandemic kind of shut everything down. But um, last year, our first year, we went to we went to Florida a few times. Um, did a couple of other ones. The small ones in between. But next year, we're looking, you know, this year is going to be a little different due to the fact that certain states push football back to the spring. Yeah. So now it's going to be, now you got to see exactly where, you know, where the tournaments will be. You know what I'm saying? Where the terms can be and everything else. We don't know where that's where it's gonna be at. So we're waiting on them to come out with the schedule for, you know, with the locations of the tournaments and everything else. I know uh, this year I'm gonna go as young as ten years ten years old. Excellent. I'm gonna go as young as ten years old this year because now that's that's where it's starting at now. You know, it's getting younger and younger with these kids, compete and everything else. So um I'm going to go 10U, 12U, 13U, 15, 18 this year. Mm, so you you got them slanging there earlier at 10U because, you know, my son like 12, right? Oh, yeah. And a lot of these I coaches. Them, I got them all. Okay. Because a lot of these coaches want to hand, hand. And I, and I see it like when um, quarterbacks get older, they like, he's a running quarterback. And you can see it like a, a coach from a white team, they start, like you said, at 10, you start having them running spread offense, throwing the football and this and that. And we wonder why, like, when these black quarterbacks get older, they consider them a running quarterback because they don't start them all, like you saying, at 10, you throwing fundamentals. the fundamentals, throwing the football, <laughs> drop back step. And that's the thing, you teach them, like, you teach them the basic fundamentals. Like, I, I'm going to be honest, I have a nine year. I think Georgie, I have a, I have a five year old. I'll send y'all, I'll send you some videos. Excellent. I'll send you some videos. I got a five year old kid I'm training. Five years old has a flick of the wrist already. Oh wow, wow! And he love, and he, and he loves football. Like he, he loves coming in with me. He loves coming to train with me and everything else. So, like I said, with them is more about um, at the quarterback position having that drive early. Like a lot of people get them early, they try to get do too much with them. Simplify, teach them how to have the fundamentals of following through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Give them that before you start trying to have them throwing 
off-target off throws and rolling them out and everything else. I'm going to teach them the basics. Yeah. Like with me, with my 707 team, right? I don't even coach. I don't coach the 18s, the 15s, or the 13s. I coach the 12s. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's my organization, but I coach the 12. I coach the young ones because, again, that's where they're very impressionable at. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they learn a lot, and they want to they wanna be good. They want to be good. They want to get better than everything. So that's my group there. And you would think they're 18 year olds by the way I coach them. All right. Because I coach them hard. Like, we don't, we don't take no pity. We don't do them like I coach them hard. I get after them. I hold them accountable. You know what I'm saying? To the point where when we had a tournament and if we're playing another team and that team is playing, I don't have to tell them, go watch them. They'll get, they'll get together. Sit and watch, it, and they'll come with a game plan for me. Like, coach, mm-hmm. they like to run cover two versus trip. Oh, they wow. like to do this versus uh by, versus two by two. Like, they would come and tell me, like, coach, we can call this versus this. And on defense, they like to run a lot of under routes so instead of going man to man. Let's run zone. Let's trap them. At twelve years old. Wow, nah, that's crazy. So now this year. <laughs> I'm gonna have them at 13. <laughs> so they're gonna be real. You gonna roll with them every year? Yeah, they're gonna be real deadly. They already learned that 12 these kind year. of things. Yeah. Now, so now that same group, who's now in eighth grade, when they leave middle school, guess where they're coming? To you, they're high school. To me and Christ the King, the right. high school. Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? So they already know it. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, all them playing youth football with the Brooklyn Renegades. You know what I'm saying? They're on the 13 U team. So, you know, I, I help out because that's my group. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, that's my guy. So, I help out. So, all I'm always saying, yo, coach, why do you call the offense? So, I told them, I told them if they win the Super Bowl, I'll come call the offense for national. Mm-hmm. That's so, my deal with them. Yeah, so, if they win the Super Bowl, I told them if they win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. before they go to the national championship in Florida, I'll come and I'll call the offense for Florida. Because I'd be amazed. So, I'd be amazed at seeing that, like you said, these young kids, they hungry for the game. And they and at that age, they listen to everything you're saying. They not feeling themselves. They just want to get better. They're like, I already know how to do this. What are you talking about? They soaking up everything like a sponge. So that's why I like the younger group. And they're going to get on get on mom and daddy nerves to get them to practice. Yes. They're going to get on mom and daddy nerves yeah, to get them to work out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's what I'm saying. That's why Coaching the young group, it keeps you young. Yes. Because again, and you can't tell them the wrong thing because they gonna Google everything you say. Oh yeah. <laughs> so if you give them, if you don't have the knowledge, if you don't have the knowledge to teach them and everything else, whatever you say, they're gonna remember what you said. And then when you come back, if you say anything different, they're gonna be like, "No, coach, you said," <laughs> and they're gonna tell you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's why a few times with me. I'll yell at them and everything else, and then they'll come back later. And I said, didn't I tell y'all? And they'd be like, no, coach. You told us this. And I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, they're going to remind you. Y'all know you. what I meant. Y'all know what I meant. You know what I'm saying? They're going to remind you. you trust and believe. Yeah. Hey, Bruce, what, what do you envision? Yeah. What do you envision with this? Um, I mean, do you, t- you think you're going to take this and, I mean, as far as like um, the way you're training these athletes? apply to different areas across the United States? Is it something you're just doing for new, up in New York because, you know, you're at Christ the King? Like, what is your plans of taking this in the future? Like, like eventually, one, I want to I want to continue to grow my 7 on 7 thing, but I kind of want to pull back and let the young guys coach it. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? And that, because, again, 
the New York Hustle is my baby. I started it. That's you know what I'm saying. I'm, but now I want to eventually to go on, take a step back, and just be more of the administrator and let the yeah. young coaches yeah. take it and then be an overseer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Gotcha. That way I can step in when it once it, you know what I'm saying. Once it gets crazy, I can always step in. You know what I'm saying. Get it straight. No doubt. But man, definitely, bro. You know. From Uptown, I, I, Bruce, I love you, man. And, you know, thank you for jumping on the podcast, bro. You welcome back anytime you want to talk about any topic you want to. Um, and we thank you and just continue to do what you're doing, man. Keep making an impact on the kids. And uh, let me let me ask one question. <laughs> Final question today. <laughs> you know, you're going to hate. Give me your, give, give me your thoughts on this. What's wrong with Drew Brees? Tell me right now, like, is Drew Brees' arm gone? Is he shot? He didn't hang up, did he? Nah, he's still going. Bruce, you still with us? He's talking. He must have hung up. He's talking. I see. I see. He's still going. Y'all didn't mute him, did he? Might have been someone his man. Dang, that's one thing I wanted. To hear. I wanted to hear his comments about Drew Brees, man. Oh, oh man! I oh, hope he can call us in before we before we get out of here, man. That's, we we definitely get him back on. That's an improper. That that's an improper hang. <laughs> improper ending. I don't wait for that one. Like, give, give me your thoughts on Drew Brees. Give me your thoughts on Drew Brees. I want to hear that so bad. Like, do you think Drew Brees is done? That's what I wanted to hear, man. I wanted to hear his thoughts on that uh, from a quarterback perspective. How did you feel about Drew Brees? We see, that, we see that, tomorrow how good he is. That hurts. That hurts big time. That hurts big time. It's all good, man. It's definitely been an epic podcast. Yes, sir. Any final words, Key? Um, you know, great podcast, man. Uh, keep pushing the needle going forward. Uh, very, you know, been, we've been having some thanks to all the guests we've had over the last month. Yeah, we've been having some epic guests on the, on the podcast. Want to thank everybody for tuning in. Some way we got to figure out how the people who tuning in can listen to the guests. Talking because I see people quest like Nell, which I'll Nell tune in every Saturday. Shout out to Nell. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Nell, Nell, anybody else has to wait till the podcast comes <laughs> out. Like anybody else does because it's a podcast. Hold up, he's calling back. Call him. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Hey, let's go make his day right here. Right he's he gonna be hot right now. Pick it up. <laughs> Look, Drew is not done, man. Pick it up. Drew is not done, man. Bruce. Yeah, I'm here. All right, hey, <laughs> I gotta. I, I didn't. I didn't want to let you go without asking this question. We cannot let you go. Ask this question. You're you're a Nola guy. You're a Saints fan, right? Uh, he said, "Ah, uh. <laughs> Bruce, come on, dog. Don't give me. Don't, 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 don't do that, Bruce. Come on, dog. Don't do that. I'm glad you're not. So you, Bruce, don't do that, dog. You know you're. You know you're a Saints fan, dog. Come is, on, dog. Is Drew Brees done? Okay. Uh, you know me. I was I was a Peyton Manning fan, man. You know that I was a Peyton Manning fan. I'm rocking with Peyton. So when Peyton retired, I kind of retired. Good. <laughs> so I'm good. That's gonna be a non-biased answer. Is Drew Brees done? Is his arm shot? Yeah, I think he's done. 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 Yeah, I think he's
Uh, I would say Shaq. He's always Drew has always grown like that. Drew doesn't understand that. Even with, when I was with the same, when I was with the same, Drew was, Drew probably had the the he was probably like bottom of the barrel, strongest arm when I was there because you know you had me, Adrian McKinson, uh, Bowman, all that. So Drew home has never been strong. Drew is smart. Drew is smart and he anticipates well. Okay. Drew's never gonna you never see Drew throw a deep ball. Like a deep ball is so Drew is probably twenty five yards at that. So what you seeing about this play right now? What are you seeing right now about Drew Brees? I just think I'm be honest with you. I just think now with them that people are now starting to pick up on what they do. You know what I'm saying? Especially in terms of no, no Michael Thomas, so you don't have that threat at receiver that someone's afraid of. You know what I'm saying? So if, I, if you don't have that threat, you already know Drew ain't taking no deep shots. Yeah, that's true. So guess what? I can just, I can just play zone. I'm gonna take play zone and squat on all the shots now because I knew that's where he's going. So, 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 Bruce. So, do you think it's more of? So you think it's a scheme, or you think it's actually Drew? Right now, I think right now I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Because Drew, you know, Drew gets older as you get older, mm-hmm. as you get older, they don't, they don't get weaker, and you get happy feet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And guess what? You're gonna get hit. It takes him longer because he gets older. It takes it takes him longer to get prepared during the week. Right. You know what I'm saying? Body sore and everything else. So Drew avoids the hit or he'll give himself up like he might used to do. If somebody gets close right, he's on the ground, just touch me, man. Don't hit me. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what it is now. Like I say, if they if they take more shots, if they take more shots deep, yeah, if they take more shots deep, they'll open up a lot more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I would use I would use Emmanuel Sanders a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to get him involved. But Emmanuel Sanders never been a burner. He's not a burner. My thing is this. He's not a burner, but he can stretch the field. Okay. Think about it. You gave up, think about it. You gave up to get mm-hmm. uh, with stretch the field for your lashes that made it easy for Michael Tony to check on the underneath ball. You know what I'm saying? Who do you got now that, who do you got now that can do that? Right. That's true. They don't have the burn. They got all they got all possession receivers. That's true, that's true. Well they got the the young kid number eleven, man. I mean he can get up the field, but he's small. But he but he's tiny. But guess what? You can't even see him running back the body. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Drew's short too, so it ain't like he tall to yeah. see down the field, so that that doesn't help either. And that's that's that people. Drew does a great job. Drew throws it and Allen. Right. He's an Allen quarterback. Right. No offense. 
and even and even he would get tired of and even he would get tired of doing everything like that. Can I get some help? Absolutely. Yep. Now, one more question before you get out of here. Before we get, before we get to let you out of here. I don't wanna, I gotta ask you, what do you think about Patty Mahomes? What do you think about his play? It's the truth. He's the truth? Yeah, boy. The truth. And I'm gonna tell you this. And people laugh. How he plays is how my kid plays. Mm, okay. 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 So we got something. Like, like Noah, Noah is... Patrick Mahomes and Brett Favre together. We don't need interceptions. He may be the greatest. He may be the greatest player we've ever seen, man. Exactly. I'm gonna kill you, bro. I tell you, turn to this. He's great. The ad libs, like the Patrick Mahomes, the sidearm throws. He can throw. He got arm angles. He can throw from every arm angle. Over the top, sidearm, like. He has different arm so he can make all those type throws. He's very charismatic, like Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He looks like Patrick Mahomes with the hair and all that thing. Like he has that same type look, but he's a rippable gambler like Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, there's not, there's not, a, <laughs> there's not an area he feel like he can't squeeze the ball in. Okay. Like he, my kid's the type of kid. He'll he 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 try to throw the motherfucker through a car wash and think he won't get wet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bruce, Bruce, we need him at LSU, not Grambling. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you the crazy part about LSU, right? Uh oh. You know, me and my boy, Mickey, me and my boy, Mickey talk a lot. I, I called LSU. I said, yo, I brought him down here to LSU when we did the 707 thing. And uh, Coach O was like, wow, you're a big person in that dog. I did all that. But the problem that the way LSU runs into just like all the rest of them. They get mesmerized by all of these and again, not a racist, all these white quarterbacks who go to these small Christian schools that don't play against nobody, who throw for all these yards and everything else and call them great and they force that firefall, but then when they get to school, they can't get the job done. Mm, that's true. Exactly. So why you say that, Bruce? Do you think Dion's son will fall into that same situation? Because Trinity Christian is a Catholic school. They don't play the. They play some of the Big Five schools in in Dallas, but he's going to Florida Atlantic, or he might go to J State. You think he might fall into that? It's a it's a possibility. He can. You know what I'm saying because again, I talk about that all the time. Like when I watch the games on TV, I'm like, I wish we could play that. Mm-hmm. Like put us against them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because again, like, like make I'm that call. We're gonna we're gonna put it out there right now. We're gonna put it out there right now. I watched the game the other day, right? Last week. Right. They had the kid that's going to who committed to South Carolina, Danny Danny Stockton. Yep. Yep. They had him versus the guy that's going to Georgia. The game was on ESPN, right? Everybody praising these dudes. I look at the offensive line. The offensive line was like damn, they're five eleven. Crazy. That's your white kid. The quarterback is 6'4". He's running like 5'11". Mm. <laughs> Six feet, look at that. And they praise these guys. I'm like, look at this guy with number 88 back there fake. Look at this guy with number 84 at corner. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, really? And again, they get all these praises and everything else and how great they are. Like, I keep right on Twitter, a kid just, one team just beat the team 91-71. Wow. No defense. No defense. That's the quarter. That's basketball score. The quarter, 
the quarterback that commits the LSU, his team, um, Les Myers, Les Myers from Texas, he goes to some small, some small school. That's a brother of mine. Les Myers is beat McK- McKinley. It's another, another guy. They went 91 71. He threw for like 400 yards. He ran for another 200 yards. He, he threw five, like five or six touchdown passes and ran three touchdowns. Like, come on, you kidding me. Who are you playing? Right, that is true. So. So I'm I'm gonna write Coach O a letter, bro. I'm a big LSU fan. <laughs> well, see, that's what they said. The thing. So, of- have you heard of um, in DC the school of the matha? Of course, man. Everybody heard of matha. So, what you? I'm, I'm just asking a matha question. <laughs> like, so, what? do y'all do y'all play like teams in DC come up like the matha? Uh, what you think about their program? I, I will play anybody. anybody. Yeah, I'll play anybody. Like, I'll play Last question, man. Who's next up at Christ the King? Who's 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 coming up after Noah? I got two. I got two quarterbacks right now that are And I kid you not, it's going to be it's, it's a great it's a great competition because I got a white kid named Victor Moran, uh, right hander, right hander. He's a strong arm, built more like Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then I got a lefty. I got a lefty named Christopher Howell. You know what I'm saying? Smooth lefty. He's smooth, man. Like he, he, does every, he does everything in slow motion. He's smooth. You know what I'm saying? And then I got a dark horse, a kid who's on JV. He's a sophomore, but he's been on JV to get a lot of reps. A kid named Zahir who's, you know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a distant third, but he's a hard worker. And the fact that he works hard gives him out of game. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So uh, those are the three sophomores I got behind Noah, but the first two are on varsity this year, and uh, one of them one of them gonna separate themselves. You know, whoever separates themselves, that's gonna be the backup. That I got fifty on varsity, I only got sixteen years. Like I told you, I got a six five two ten wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You got fifteen offers already. Boy, DK Metcalf. He got fifteen. He got fifteen offers already. Uh, and he had Oregon, Tennessee, Miami. He got offers. I got a he's class of twenty twenty two. I have two twenty twenty three kids. Um, one is a, a defensive back. He's six three one ninety. Class of twenty twenty three. He has uh, he has fourteen offers. I got a defensive lineman six three two seventy. Ooh, nice. He has thirteen offers. Oh man. He's class of twenty twenty three. Y'all getting uh, out there. Two, I got two six six offensive linemen oh, wow. for class of twenty twenty two. They're six six. One is six six, three fifteen, the other one's like six five and a half, like Ooh. You stout up there. Well y'all stacked out here Christ the Kissing. Christ the King, boy. So that's why I'm telling you, my team I have now, I want to take them on the road next year. Yeah. I'd like to go to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd like to go home with right. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want to go. Like, I've been trying to... Play St. Austin or somebody. Nah, they trash. I just got the morning and shit. Easton and Carter. Easton and Carter. I just got the car. Yeah. I just got the car. Booker T. I just got the scouting deal. Back Rouge. And I just got the car. With me, it don't matter who my kids play. But you know... But you know when we was around, Foche was the dogs. When we was around, they had they had to break us up after Katrina. <laughs> yeah. look, I, I think, look, Bruce, I think you can get something going with uh, Bryce Brown. He's at card. I think y'all know y'all can make that happen, bro. Bryce, Bryce is Bryce is so Bruce, you do uh like yeah. um you do like training, like in the summer, like you have like uh um training camp training camp, like you get kids. <laughs> no, 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 not, not training camp. Uh that you have kids one on one training. Yeah, no, not that. Like you uh <laughs> Like coaches, bro. No, no. When you have you have you kids can pay to come to your uh, camp. Do you have camp? Do you run? Yeah. Camp? You just said camps. Yeah, camps. you said training, but they yeah. call it camp. Do you have camps you run? Yeah, I never cared about doing. Man, I was To the DMV area, bro. Parents got money. Yo, yo, uh, we can and we can help set it up for you. Oh, that's definitely. And that's I'm telling you, you can come do a camp out here in this area. They, the parent, the mothers are harder than than the fathers out here. <laughs> and I'm it's just yo, your background, and that's why I ask you that, right? Because I, my son is 12. He, I, he's playing like receivers or whatever. He got hands like his daddy, but you know what I'm saying. But if you like you do a camp, like you do a tour in this area, bro, I, it, it, it's big time. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give her Ray. I'm gonna add this COVID. I'm gonna have to give her Ray, and we're gonna have to set that up. This is, this is a big football area as well. It's just not basketball. They got a lot of, uh, I mean, from Baltimore down. They got a lot of, I mean, you know as well, they got a lot of high schools here that, I, that you know, have a lot of um, talent that comes through there, through the ranks. So, so we definitely going to set this up, Ray. I'm going to give it to you. Absolutely. And, Let's do it. And I'm, I'm telling you, I know for a fact, it, it, it would be big time out here. Send us that information so that we can um, no one promote it. Yeah, that's uh, cool. And 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 talk about it. We want to bring you back on so you can talk about it again. So people who listen to us can we can get the message out. So we can look for that this spring. 
This spring coming okay, up. Let's do that this definitely spring. Happened. May 2021. That's what happened May 27th. Okay. Gotcha. Also, they moved out. They moved out the football season back to the spring. So you'll, you'll be seeing, you'll be seeing some stuff from, uh, from Noble and everything else. Um, we started out with seven on seven. So because they took the season, the season back to the spring, we're cruising the seven on seven passion league for all the schools in our league. Okay. So, starting with charity, we'll have that. So, you know what I'm saying? I've seen y'all some, I've seen y'all some highlights, uh, Mr. Bowles himself, and you can see what I'm talking about in terms of make every throw. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we definitely post it on all yeah. our pages. We post it on our page to get it out there, bro. But definitely, yeah. I think we will get together, get this this camp going out in DMV area, man. You want it, and you will love it out here. I'm telling you, it's football yeah. is huge out here. Let's definitely do it. I'm, 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 I'm all for it. Like I said, teaching the I know we've said like 12 times we're going to get you out of here. <laughs> I, and and uh, we keep saying we got one more question. I'm sitting here watching Alabama beat the brakes off. Yes, we are beating the brakes off of them. But one more question before we get out of here. I just want you, I want to use your quarterback knowledge for a second. Give me a, a quick scout report, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, and tell me what does he need to improve in um, that we're, the average casual fan is not seeing. Like, tell me that. What do you see, especially after that game against uh, against Kansas City? Give me a quick little, okay. a little, a little uh, uh, take on what do you think he can do to improve his game as he keep moving forward through the season and moving on. Well, well, one, they need to get him another weapon, man. <laughs> We said, look, look, hold on, 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 hold Bro, hold up, bro. bro. This D Springs. What me and Ray said was. I said it too. Hold on, bro. Oh, so what I he said, what me and Ray said was. Let's switch. Let, no, no, we did not. No, no, you're wrong. Give him Cleveland weapons. You're wrong. It was a beautiful Hold up, bro. This is what we said. We said we give the Browns receivers to Lamar Jackson, the same they would have a better team and he would be top notch like on, the, on the level of Patrick Mahomes. If you switch the receivers. What did, and, and James said no because they still scoring 30 plus points yeah. and that they, they getting it done with Marquise Brown and all them. And me and Ray were like, yo, they don't go down the field enough. They can't go down the field. His his team. You can't win. You can't win with a tight end being your leader. Thank you, Tom, bro. Thank you. I said the same thing. Tight end being your lead receiver, and you can't run with the quarterback being your lead rusher. That's true. Now I don't like they run him so much. They run him a lot, bro. But what we were saying is, what we were saying is, by him having. Um, Odell Beckham and Jarvis exactly. Landry. I said the same. Thing. It, it frees him up for a listen, lot of stuff. Listen, this is called Bruce takes, not y'all. Take. <laughs> no, so I'm just Bruce, saying. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Do you agree what we are saying, Bruce? Go ahead. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like when they had when they had Dez Bryant coming, right? I was hoping they signed there. Or oh, AB. And I was hoping they signed Dez Bryant because it would have helped 
Lamar now have that big target to become comfortable with. Like I said, you ain't going to get a tight end that's going to be running by everybody, but you can get a, a guy like a Dan Bryan with 50-50 ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to, like, Hollywood Brown can fly, but guess what? He ain't jumping on nobody's head when he's in trouble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then Lamar, first, you gotta, first of all, you got to work on the deep ball accuracy. That's true. That's true. You got to work on the deep ball accuracy. Because anytime he throws a deep ball, he's always off. He's always off when he throws the deep ball. Because everything, he's either throwing it, he's either throwing it out of the ball or he's throwing it over the head. He, it's never on point like Patrick Mahomes. That's you true. Know what I'm now he has the offset that your mom had, and he has the quick trigger, and, and he rips it when he steps into a throw. He rips it, but you got to help him, and the concepts got to be better. He has he has youth football concepts. Mm. It's so simple, it's so quick. It's put it in the quarterback, put it in the right back, so you can pull it out. You got the RB and everything else. Like you can't win off of that. You can't live off like think about it. That. It was new to everybody last year in the league. That's why they jumped on everybody like they did. But then when they got to the playoffs, then guess what? That's the problem you got behind. Now you got to abandon what got you to that point. So they need to keep another facts. weapon to help, to help him become a better passer. He's going to be able to run regardless. He's, 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 a, new, he's a new age Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. 2.0. That's, that's who he is. Yes. Because Michael Vick, when he hit the scene, he did that same exact thing. Yeah. But then yeah. ultimately, guess what? He has to fall back and has to learn how to make decisions yeah. and how to throw the run. And that's why you saw Michael Vick have the best year he had in Philly with Andy Reid. Right. Because Andy told him how to read defense and he put weapons around him. He gave him to Sean Jackson who can stretch the field. And all the other all the other guys, okay, all the other guys underneath. So he had a full load of weapons and running back. So now if you give Lamar that same type thing, he'll be he'll be great. But he needs another weapon. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, I appreciate that. You know what we're gonna have to do, Bruce? Man, we're gonna have to bring you on at least once, twice a month to just give you your Bruce takes on what you see as far as the quarterback position. We got, we got to get you on there if you got time. And, and, and no problem, I'm, I'm free. Uh, hey, right, we, we'll take that. We're gonna take that off right there. You free? Yeah, you free? Hey, we got no money. No, I gotta say one more thing. Then we gonna cut off, right? I'm, yes, I'm, 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 we're I'm, trying to. Uh, right. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the last take on this. I'm gonna LSU fan. What you seeing, Joe Burrow? We trust. Uh, this is what I named him two years ago. How you like you seeing Joe Burrow doing this shit? Huh? Tell him. Tell him again. LSU trash. No, I'm talking about, not gonna no, be no, no, no. I'm talking about what you see. I'm talking about what. LSU? Uh-huh. If I'm LSU, I'm going with the young boy. I'm oh. going with Philly. Okay. Mm. But what do you see in Joe Burrow in the league right now? Do you like what you're saying? Burrow's the truth. Uh, that's all I got to say. Burrow is the truth. Burrow is going to be great. That's all I got to say. <laughs> hey, hey, Bruce. <laughs> hey, Bruce. Not getting nine times. Hold on, hold on. Not, hold on, hold on. not getting, getting sacked nine times a game. No, he ain't going to make that's it. That's the offensive lineman, but I'm talking about Burrow himself. I saw his first game versus the Chargers, right? Which they jerked it because that wasn't the pass the fans family on Green. That should be touched out, but that kid never blinked, never wavered, never got to the point where the moment was too big and nothing like that. Like I'm talking about, he was out there like he had been doing it, and he made those same type throws he made in LSU. He made for Cincinnati in Week One and in Week Two and in Week Three. 
<laughs> he's the truth, bro. You know he the truth. Like he's 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 the truth. He, he has that he has that next up type mentality where he's gonna be good. Now I hope that the man that one thing I do, I be brain dead soon. Give him all the weapons he needs. Yeah, he needs. I don't think going to give him all. He better get off his line and be brain dead. Well, I think, like, just to speak on Burrow, he has weapons. Like, A.J. Green, a little older. No, A.J. Green. Tyler Boyd, good in the slot. You drafted T. Higgins. It's the offensive line. It's the offensive line. T. Higgins, T. Higgins, T. Higgins is going to be good. Green is, Green is not the green like he used to be because right. I've seen him drop more passes these first three weeks than I've seen him drop his whole life. I think he's rusty, man. You know, he ain't played in a year. Yeah. A year and a half, almost. Almost two. But he's a bit... Yeah, you gotta catch those balls. You and you got a young quarterback who think about it. When Joe Burrow walked through the door, I guarantee the first person he went, first person he called AJ Green. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. yeah. Because again, you got that 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 proven that's a dude. So all you thinking is, and I watched the game. I watched the first game against when they played uh, San Diego. Mm-hmm. I, watched, I watched him. I watched him five times in a row trying to go to AJ Green, and AJ Green can't get off the jam. Yeah, he, he can't get those. He can't get those separations and everything else. But then when you go to T Higgins, or when you go to T Higgins and the tight end, their tight end that got hurt is a dude. Oh yeah, mm. I think I think I, I think AJ just I think he just don't want to be there anymore. It's something about playing and playing for a team when not winning for so long. Yeah, I just think he just need he needs to change the scenery. But I, I agree with you one hundred percent. He's not getting off. But he, but he's not getting out of his routes. He has the chance to leave. He had the chance to leave, but he took the money. Yeah, he did take the money. That's true. Yeah, he did. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you had the chance to leave. Like all of them had the chance to leave. Uh, all of them had the chance to leave Cincinnati. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, you took the dough. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, that's right. If you go, if you go, if you gonna take the dough, guess what? You gotta live with the consequences. You created that. You created that. But but I'm glad you said that because I always been a Joe Burrow fan. When I first saw him came to LSU. Campus, I was like, this dude is nice. This dude, this dude, this dude gonna lead us to a championship. Hey, Bruce, man, we appreciate you, man. But yeah, Bruce, bro, like I said, man, just you welcome to the podcast anytime you want, bro. And like you said, no, we he said for free. <laughs> <laughs> man, Bruce, man, Bruce come from a different Bruce, club, man. We ain't about that life. He said, listen, twice, <laughs> listen, Bruce, we'll have you on twice a month. <laughs> Hey, twice, twice a month. Uh, Give your takes. We're gonna, we're gonna do it. We, it it's on. It's, it's, it's together now. This is my word. This is what we're gonna do. Yeah. But we are gonna also get you out here for the seven on. That's later. That's later. Bruce, man, he drank it too much, man. <laughs> but nah, Bruce, on the real dog. But like I say, thank you for blessing the podcast, bro. You know, anytime you want to come back on, bro, is always welcome, man. And you know, you my people, bro. And uh, you know, we we was one love, bro. No problem, man. Don't appreciate that, bro. Right, no man. doubt. You take it easy, bro. All right. All right. All right. We out of here. It's been an epic podcast. It's been a good one, man. And uh, you know, we just doing it, man. And uh, you know, that's that's what we do, baby. Ogden Brothers Podcast about to get out of here. It's been a good one, man. Y'all be cool. And I'm looking for I'm looking forward to joke. Oh, We need to move on. We're